0: This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is the Fast Break Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Anderson. Alongside me, as always, is Ricky Weber. What's up, what's up, guys? And Dave Oster. Hey, everybody. And we are live right now on twitch.tv slash most podcast. Shout out to everybody like D-Rose cheated on SSAT, <laughs> MJ Lewis 13 Crazy underscore Josh 2018, Jake Neverman. Uh, we know we love Jake. Uh, shout out to patreon.com slash most podcast as well. Uh, all these guys right now so far in the chat. Hopefully it will grow as well. We are extremely excited to be bringing this live mock draft to you and also the fun part about this is if we screw up we cannot stop so uh hopefully we go perfect uh throughout this mock draft uh before we jump in again thank you for checking out our twitch.tv slash podcast page uh we will be doing as many live streams as possible on this channel uh if you're watching post on youtube hopefully the quality also held up that was one thing ricky's Mm -hmm. a little bit worried about so fingers crossed for ricky and then finally check out patreon.com slash If you want to be like Jake, if you want to be like John, if you want to be like the several others that have joined us on podcasts, recently uh, Matt joined Dave and I on yeah. the Primetime podcast, check out patreon.com slash And if you can't give a certain amount at, you can at least check out the $1 tier where you can jump into our Discord and you know ask us stuff throughout the whole day. Nate, Ricky was in there at 3.40am last night. So right, well, well, two days ago. You yep. can just yeah.
1: pick fights with Jake about how the 7 are <laughs> a disappointment. Yes, And you about can. how they would be in the... Right, Jake? They'd
2: be in the finals uh, if they uh, would have beat the Raptors in game 7.
0: <laughs> and Jake now dropping <laughs> patreon.com slash podcast. The final thing too is uh, if you guys are in the chat, uh, I'll drop it right now too, uh, just so it aligns. Uh, we just dropped our Google spreadsheet in there, so if you guys want to follow along with us uh, throughout this whole process, uh, get click on that link. We're getting there, Jake. Uh, you gotta click, plug, Jake. Click, Shameless plug Click on that link so you guys can follow us uh, if you guys want to keep up to date with our picks. Uh, but starting off, At number one, the New Orleans Pelicans are on the clock, and GM, Mm -hmm. Ricky Whitmer. So, Ricky, is the the Celtics are calling.
2: One second. Before we get into the mock draft, there's one thing you have to change because we forgot to. Could you change the title on Twitch since you're on a laptop or one of you guys? a laptop. We didn't put in live right. mock for our title.
1: Oh, um, I'll leave that but Sean. There's a call. So the Sixers are calling. Not Sixers. Call? Ring, the Celtics ring, are calling. Ring. Yep. Ring ring. All right. Celtics the are on the phone. Okay. And I'm like, so we can't officially make a deal with uh-huh. you, but in theory, would you be interested in a handful of draft picks come the start of free agency? You know, you just tell me who, and I'll make them for you
2: for a Sir Anthony Davis.
1: I mean, he might be interesting.
2: I'm I'm gonna say no. I'm no? gonna say no no A D trade as I'm, of right now.
1: I'm talking this year's three first rounders. Mm-hmm. I'm talking next year you're getting a pick.
2: That's four first first-round what's the pick next year? Because it can't be your pick if you're giving me your pick this year. Right, right, right. We, yeah.
1: It's Celtics. We got picks. Mm-hmm. We got picks for days. Um and of course we'd have to make the salaries work out just 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 a smidge, but mm-hmm. because we are stuck in the waiting for Kyrie phase. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in all them first?
2: You know, I mean I I personally had breakfast with A D today and I thought it went pretty well because <sighs> we didn't break up. Like we left. I feel confident that, you know, he's still under contract. Like he's not going the anywhere. The guy's cheating on you right yeah, in your I, face. I, I know he is. But you know what? I I'm he's a smooching star. on LeBron. I, I'm a glutton and you for punishment. I think he can change. I think I can change him. I am the one to do that. I'm going to say new bring, trade bring, right Bring, now. bring, bring, uh, bring. New, new uh, caller.
0: Hey, Atlanta's, uh, Atlanta's area codes uh, ringing, ringing that bell. Our right. uh, Neighbor uh, to All the right. east, but not really neighbors because our states don't touch. Um, we're just calling. Uh, me and okay. uh, Travis Shelnick. Uh, we made a huge, huge draft pick. Okay, now I'm getting a busy tone. Um <laughs> We made a huge trade last draft. Yeah, you did. Trading away Luka Doncic, the king of Europe, Mm -hmm. um, for Trey Young and a future pick. That's now Mm -hmm. our 10th pick. Uh, So we got Trey Young and a a draft pick for uh, Luka Doncic. We're just wondering, that 8th and Mm 10th, that do anything for you on the Anthony Davis front? No. You're not just getting one pick. You're getting two picks now.
2: You know. And obviously there's going to be more. There's going to be more,
0: but at least that is the I'm I'm sitting
2: right now. There is going to be no—I'm going to wait until after July 1st for an AD trade. There is not going to be an AD trade tonight. So, boys, you can stop picking up the phone unless you want that number 1 pick. But guess what? It's my pick, and we're going to go with Zion Williamson, number 1, probably the easiest pick I'm going to have all day because I could have went with Ja, but come on, who's going to pass up Zion Williamson for Ja, the point
0: guy? And also we're past the NCAA withdrawal uh, (laughs) uh, deadline, so thank God we can stop talking about, will Zion go back? Of course not.
3: Of
2: course
0: not. He's going to take the thousands and thousands and thousands of millions of dollars I that saying, he's going to be handed to there. day one. Millions
1: of dollars from Nike. Millions of dollars from every other sponsor that's going to come his way. Because it doesn't matter that he's playing in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Because he is that fucking crazy. But yeah, like, it just, oh, amazing athlete. And maybe
2: with Zion, I can entice AD to stay in you, New you Orleans. Think,
1: you think seeing him play there... You, you think there's a chance bring that it, even happens? Bringing
2: new life to this team. Team starts winning a little bit with Zion and Drew Holiday out there. Like, we don't have a bad team. When AD and Boogie were out there, we were a playoff team. Yep. Maybe Zion mm. and AD can do the same.
0: Jake put out there 8-10 and 10 for Drew. That's, I think, a little too high of a price for Drew. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't think it's exactly necessary. I mean, definitely the would be Hawks an interesting fit next to Trey Young. But, it, but he's you, a two guard. True. He's a two guard. But the thing is that you also have possibly the ability to draft a you know a, a career point guard mm-hmm. or a career two guard in Jared Culver if he's available at eight. And you also just drafted. Timeline um, works
1: better, perhaps too, for the Hawks as a young core.
0: And you also just drafted Kevin Herder as well, who's who, who has the ability to flip uh, two through three. Uh, let's move now to the second pick. I doubt this is going to be a traded one. Dave is on the clock with the Grizzlies,
1: guys. Like I, <laughs> it's
0: a one draft. I don't
1: even know like what to do at this point because um, like w- who else could I pick? It you know the Grizzlies. I'm thinking you know like maybe Shimori Pons here. Maybe it's just not funny. No, no, it's just no. not funny. Just pick just just, just go. Pick with, him. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just take the guy that I've been talking about for over a year now. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <sighs> I love John Morant so much. Um, I would adopt him if I could. <laughs> that was legally a thing. Uh, he's he's the best point guard in college. He's amazing. And yeah, I'm I'm all in on John Morant going to the Grizzlies. I think he's fantastic.
0: Is there any consideration for Darius Garland? What what separates Garland and Morant?
1: Uh, the ability to pass the ball. Okay. Um,
0: but also, Garland's a better shooter and a better score.
1: Garland, uh, better score is questionable. I, th- I think that they're, uh, I think Garland's a better shooter, uh, better form. Um, but Ja has better rebounding, better size, better wingspan, better court vision. Like everything that checks boxes for a point guard, better. Darius mm-hmm. Garland, it might be a better score, but that's about it when it comes to Darius Garland's game. John ja Morant, also incredible athlete. And guess what? He's also not injured.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. So
1: there's there's a lot of things going for John ja Morant uh, over uh, Darius Garland in my mind.
0: Darius Garland is younger though. Coming uh, back just Yeah, he there.
1: is he is a young a year younger mm-hmm. as Ja is a sophomore.
0: We've all been on the you know, pretty much the Williamson Morant and, and Barrett hype train. Just just the, trying to create some conversation for picks that seems so picks obvious. Picks
1: in the draft. Yeah. I hope right. I, I hope you're wrong uh in chat <laughs> right now. Uh Mr. A ninety three going to be Markel Fultz, Lonzo Ball, De'Aaron Foxing all over again oh. with Kobe White,
0: mm-hmm. Darius who's Garland, gonna be, Ja Moran. Who's going to be the good one, though? I d- probably I'm, Ja? I'm hoping Ja. Because, I mean, if we're comparing those guys to those players, mm-hmm. I would say Ja's the most like De'Aaron Fox. Markel Fultz is probably the most like Darius Garland. Uh, I mean, that's kind of iffy. Uh, both different players completely. And then Lonzo, there isn't really a Lonzo out no. there. Um, so, I don't know. It's Because uh, Kobe can shoot from the outside, and he's definitely not as good as a passer as Lonzo is. No, no. And no one's as big as Lonzo in this draft class either, at least from the point guard position.
2: And the thing I'm thinking about, if we went off of, like, the order they were drafted in, Darius Garland and Lonzo would both have been drafted by the Lakers, potentially.
0: Mm -hmm. Let's now (laughs) move to the third pick. Ricky, you got the Mecca, New York, under your belt and on the clock.
2: I'm asking any calls. Am I getting any calls for the third pick? Sean. the lines are open here in... You the garden.
0: It? Yeah, here's here's the thing is, and <laughs> this has been brought up with uh, D Rose uh, cheating on his ACT uh, or uh, SAT, uh, which I don't know if it's true. Was mm-hmm. it SAT? Because in Chicago we take the ACT. We've we've taken the ACT for a long it was time. The We're a a- proud. It ACT was the stage.
2: ACT at the time he was in high school. He could have taken the SAT, well. depending on what school on you're college. going to. Yeah. Memphis might have been a like if Tennessee was an SAT. State mm-hmm. then he would have had to take the SAT, but now Illinois is an Anyways, SAT state. At,
0: at least on that, he said thoughts on Knicks trading three <laughs> really. for eight and ten. I just don't know why the Hawks would want to do that mm-hmm. exactly. Um,
2: I've got a team in mind that I would wish would call me, but okay, I'm okay. But at call least them. at least
0: sticking on this one. Yeah. Um. With 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 the Knicks trading three for eight mm-hmm. and ten, I don't really see that as, as a, a work for the Hawks. The only player that I would want in the top three, like badly. For the Hawks, would be Zion Williamson, but he's well off the board. Mm-hmm. RJ Barrett can fit on the Hawks, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Secondary ball handler, possibly a good driver, uh, you know, a, a great body as well. Possible yeah. uh, plus defender in the NBA, not entirely sure. But he can score at, at all three levels. Maybe not massively consistently, but he, he can score at all three levels already. So he's definitely an interesting player for them, but I don't think he's worth an 8 and a 10 to move up there. For the Hawks, he's definitely worth the third pick, but I don't know if yeah. he is worth eight and ten to move up two top ten picks a lot
1: to give yeah Yeah. where you could
0: fill out your your lineup for a while i don't think the hawks want to do that and 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 as the hawks gm i'm not going to do that who's the team you want to call though ricky
2: i would really like the Cavs, and for them to give me a call and if they would be open to moving up to third overall in this draft that would be bold
0: I don't—as the Cavs. As the Cavs. I don't see what I could give up to get that third pick, and I don't really—I'm not really too intrigued by
2: it. The offer would be you'd get—you're getting R.J. Barrett, let's say, Mm -hmm. at number three, because I'm assuming that's who you'd want to pick here.
0: If I was. We'd pick swap. He's he's currently my best available.
2: We would pick swap, so you would have the third, I would then have the fifth, and the only thing extra you would have to give me— is your pick next year, which is technically top ten protected. If you're in the top ten, it goes to you. If you're outside the top ten, it goes to Atlanta. I want that pick. So that it's if you if you finish in the top ten, I get the pick. But if you're eleven through thirty, Atlanta gets the pick.
0: Yeah, I really don't want to do that. Because th- this is a Cavs team that needs to rebuild. Mm-hmm. G- you're getting more players RJ Barrett. You're getting RJ Barrett. Yeah, Barrett right but, now. But how big of the drop off? We talked about this. Mm-hmm. There is a big drop off, potential wise and, and star talent wise, mm-hmm. from that top three Barrett, uh, Morant, and Williamson to the next level of guys. But that doesn't mean that it, it, it's, it's without potential. Mm-hmm. And as the GM of the Cavs in, in uh, Kobe, right? Kobe Altman? Yep. I think I remember that, right? Andrew, it's been, it's right? been a whole year since we talked about the Cavs since LeBron's yeah. on the team.
2: But um, I'm going to interject here really quick because I want to bring this up. With the new kind of uh, percentages that we have, you dropped from top three to six. To it five. could Well, to five uh, on our spreadsheet team and selector are yeah. one. So to five, next year, if you're a better team, you're winning a couple more games. Hell, if you're even where the Hawks were or where the Bulls are, you could be dropping potentially out of that top ten and lose your pick anyways.
1: Yeah, but so I'm doing you a favor here. the Cavs here. are gonna be that much better next year.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean with RJ Barrett, I think they could be a I, kind of seven eight team and possibly ra- get bounced out. I would out rather have a top
0: ten pick next year in a better draft class than to just trade up for one guy. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna pass on that as the Cavs. So Knicks, I think your phone lines are dead. So who okay. you
2: picking? <laughs> We're gonna go with RJ Barrett. And The entire reason. I went with this trying to trade with the Knicks to the Cavs is there were news and rumors that Knicks worked out Jarrett Culver, could like Jarrett Culver quite a bit. So I'm thinking, and the whole reason I wanted to make this trade is swap three and five. Yeah. Get that Cav pick because let's be honest. I tried to swindle Sean. Yep, Cavs are going to be in the top ten next year. They're not going to be that much better of a team.
0: That's stupid. And then I could use that (laughs) pick. I could use that
2: that pick along with the Dallas pick, along with probably picks of my own to have even a better package to get Anthony Davis. Because if Mm -hmm. I'm getting Kevin Durant and possibly Kyrie Irving, my pick next year going to be poop for the Pelicans to want. But that top ten pick. Now, that adds a spicy pick to next year for the Pelicans, so that's why I wanted to make that deal. Yeah, I don't think it it, it, it
0: was pretty clear why. Who are you picking,
2: though? Oh, R.J. Barrett. I already made that pick.
0: Well, I didn't answer it, so I do not
2: know. R.J. Barrett, welcome to New York.
0: All right. Now, on the clock, the Los Angeles Lakers. We're going from the other mecca on the East Coast to the (laughs) West Coast. Los Angeles Lakers. Shout out Rob Palinka. Shout out Magic Johnson. Uh, I wish I had the clip of I Ain't Gonna Be Here No More uh, to play. Uh, But Dave, you are on the clock as the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm waiting restlessly to make a pick. Uh, What are you gonna do as the Lakers at four?
1: I mean, I feel like the Lakers are pretty laid back in their decision here. You got two options realistically. It's either you're either gonna end up with Cam Radish, recently found out about an injury. Uh, mm. I don't know how much stock you want to place in that injury. Uh, Ricky, I believe you had the information on that.
2: Yeah, that was Sham said it was a core injury that's going to he's going to have surgery on it. He'll be out six weeks and be healthy. It did nag him when he was at Duke this year. So I'm looking at it as a, oh, that's why you struggled no. this year because of injury. No
0: no all. If he is and he knew that he was a top three prospect mm-hmm. going into that year, if he was injured, he would have pulled out. Look what it did to Bull Bull's stock. Look what it did to Darius Garland's stock. Pretty much absolutely nothing. If you're injured and you knew that you were going to come out, you would have stopped playing basketball, gotten that done, and been like, I am fully healthy. And that's way easier than coming back from what Garland's coming back from and Bull Bull's coming to back from. To be fair,
1: Romeo Langford also had surgery mm-hmm. uh, after this season well, I'm ended. I, I'm just saying, like, another guy no, who wears performance. No, just clarifying what it was. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It, it, everybody plays a little differently, depending on the thing. And I think core injury... <sighs> I'm not. I'm not uber concerned about it, really. Yeah. But I do like the prospects of Darius Garland on the Lakers, and I think that pending a phone call, I'm locking in Darius Garland.
2: And D-Rose cheated, said, as a Lakers fan, it's either Cam Reddish or Garland at four, or I riot. Yeah, no, no riot (laughs) necessary,
1: sir. I think we're on the same page. Uh, Darius Garland, I think, is an absolute great fit for them if they decide to keep him. Mm -hmm. If they decide to move him, he has a ton of upside, and I think an attractive prospect for other teams. Yeah, I
0: don't really know who would be trading up to get that pick exactly, Mm -hmm. because as the Lakers, what would you want to move down? What, What are you trying to gain in moving down.
1: I'm not trying to move down. I think I'm just trying to move for Anthony Davis at this point. Gotcha. Mm
0: -hmm. And Ricky already closed that off. So, uh, way to go, Ricky. Way to kill all the content of this fucking draft. I closed
2: it off for the draft. (laughs) After the draft, we'll have conversations. Because then Boston, that deal becomes a little bit more... Um, a little, a little bit more spicy. Let's say the Lakers make the
0: cannot make a deal for Anthony Davis. They are stuck I mean, with Jarius Garland. Yep. How does he fit with that team right now? I think he
1: can play a two guard to Lonzo Ball, give them more spacing. I know their lineup gets a little intriguing at that point because you do have Bi who plays as a primary ball handler at, at his best. Uh, Lonzo Ball who like runs a fast break great. His three point shooting is hilarious, and you know you, you never have to worry about defense. So like that, I think is the true key. So if you have Lonzo ball out there, you can allow yourself to roll with Darius Garland and not get punished too hard for it because Garland obviously defensively is nowhere close to the level of athlete that Lonzo is or the level of perimeter defender that he is. So I think while Garland provides you excellent spacing, great shooting, someone else LeBron can kick out to, you, you just I I don't think it's a force Lonzo out of town move. I know that a lot of people want to mm-hmm. be like the Bulls well, at Bulls got a pick later on. MJ
2: Lewis just said Garland at four, trade Lonzo to the Bulls.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure I want to move Lonzo out of town. I know he's been hurt both yeah. years, but I'm not giving up on Lonzo Ball yet.
0: And then also D-Rose cheated coming back, uh, pretty much throwing out what you just said. Garland and Lonzo complement each other. Well, actually, I think because Garland isn't much of a passer but a great shooter, and Lonzo is a great passer but isn't a great shooter at this point. Kind of uh, in the full court, Lonzo is a brilliant passer. In the half court, we have seen him struggle. Maybe with more shooters like Garland out there available, that might help their ability Mm -hmm. to move and and help you know, show Lonzo how good of a passer he was in the half court, uh, at, at least at UCLA. Um, but so far, really haven't seen that. I would be in the same boat as you, though, Dave. Uh, Garland is my best available at that point, and I really don't see a player that really fits with him right away. Maybe Cam Reddish. Yeah. But Cam I think...
1: could, but at the same time, is that really going to be an upgrade over like, KCP, who I know you're paying a mm. stupid amount of money to. Well, you were up and through the end of this year, but I don't know. He's not an upgrade over him, so it's like, eh. I mean I'll, I'll take a discount version of, you know, a 3 and D player over Cam Reddish who you're hoping could be something but same time had one of the worst statistical shooting percentages ever in college at that volume.
0: Yeah. And and going to the next pick, the 5th pick overall, the Cavs are listening to trade offers uh if anybody really is interested but I think we can kind of throw out there with trades. The biggest things are just going to be players moving mm-hmm. rather than actual picks because I, mean,
2: I could see teams trying to move up, but it's just to me the only way a team like the bulls could potentially move up but if garland's off the board like the only way i move up here is if i really want kobe white because i feel like the suns would take him right before us
0: they mm-hmm. may how much how so how, how well, i'm not calling i'm but but, but how close do you think the bulls are to making that trade i think that the i think the
2: bulls front office would not make that deal if we're going to make a trade we're trading for lonzo ball we're Mm going to trade for that veteran point guard over the veteran, coming very in. loosely.
1: I mean, yeah, the, say, the guy who's what, been like in the last year.
2: The guy who's actually been in the league compared to the guy who's coming fresh into the league.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and uh, again, I'm going to drop this link in the in the group chat because, mm-hmm. or the not the group chat uh, in the chat right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, Pennywise just asked, "I missed the lottery." Can someone summarize some of the picks? Uh, you guys can all follow right there on the the the, the link we just shared uh, in the Twitch chat. Uh, but let's go to my next pick, uh, Cavs. No calls are going on. Uh, if we're looking at my big board, Zion off the board, RJ off the board, Ja off the board, Garland off the board. Those are my four tiers pretty much. Obviously, you know it was Zion in his own tier, then tier three uh, was RJ and Ja, and then tier three technically uh, was Darius Garland. Now we're in that tier five where these guys have potential um but it's kind of muddied like it has to be kind of a perfect situation for them to hit. Those guys are DeAndre Hunter, Sekou Demboya, Jarrett Culver, Goga Batazde, and Cam Reddish. And looking at all those options, I don't think Goga would be the move here. I think that's way too early for him. And also I don't really like that fit. Cam uh Colin Sexton was phenomenal uh in the after the all-star break. Mm-hmm. And they do have Kevin Love and they have Tristan Thompson uh Thompson there and, and Larry Dance as well. Yeah. Um there's some interesting players on that team that can definitely Already contribute to the center position, and I don't know if Goga's immediately that step in and be that franchise changer. And, and maybe at his peak, he can be a guy that is making a couple All Star games. Right. But I, I don't really think he's ever going to be a standout. Wow, he's never going to be better than a Joel Embiid. He's never yeah, going to be he's better. He's going to be a top Catholic five town.
1: center, most likely. Exactly.
0: Um, so I don't think he has that massive top end. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, I think, is a very safe pick here. But I don't really want to go safe here if I'm the Cavs because Ricky already talked about it. If we are good for some reason, we're not going to have our pick if it goes mm-hmm. outside of the top ten. So I kind of want to at least take a risk here because I might not be able to take a risk next year. So that leaves me with Sekou Demboya, kind of Jared Culver and Cam Reddish. But Culver is kind of in that same boat as DeAndre Hunter, a second-year player, that clearly has shown a very great work ethic to make himself better. Yeah, But I don't really find that top end super attractive. So, so it's either going international with yep. Sekou Demboya, we're going with the player that I have bashed so many times on this podcast. Correct. Here in Cam Reddish, who we already talked about is currently getting surgery for a core muscle. I've, I've
1: got a sidebar here. Yeah. Um I haven't heard a rumor yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if a team like the Celtics here were just like, you know, we worked out Cam Reddish. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, we like his personality. We took a second look at it. We got some draft picks. Cavs, what do you think value wise would it take to get that fifth pick? You know, we got 14, uh, we've got 20 and 22 this year, we've got a late second, but we've also got picks in the future. What would it take to uh,
0: to move up? For, for speaking as hypothetically. Like the, the, the Celtics. The Celtics, who you do own their picks. Yeah, um,
1: hypothetically.
0: You guys own the 14th pick, you guys own the 20th pick, and you guys own the 22nd pick. Yep. You guys do have Jalen Brown on the roster.
1: We do. But you know what they say, you can't have too many wangs. It's true.
0: <laughs> why, why are you making that pick though? Or why, why why Cam Reddish if you are trading up? I'm just be- Cam Reddish I don't seems know like, like
1: a Boston like I could I could see them falling in love with him in the draft. Mm-hmm. And if if they lean the other way and th- say, look, Kyrie is unlikely to be coming back. Anthony Davis, then, I don't know that I want to bring Anthony Davis in for the one year with his attitude, um, as it stands, his bold statements about, you know, I'm signing with New York, or I'm signing basically with L.A. So I wonder if they're just like, look, let's just swing for the fences. We've knocked out of the park with our last couple of top picks in Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. We could see someone in uh, Cam Reddish who could fill out that two, three, four for them of the future.
0: Well, you're speaking highly about Jalen Brown, that would be the guy that I'd be interested in. Oh, so I don't think you want to move away from him.
1: I would prefer not to.
0: Yeah. And I don't really think I just want to load up you on picks want, in you this draft. You don't
1: want draft picks? No. Uh, you've I, got cause...
0: Futures. We're the Celtics, we've got future. But, but what's the need for the Cavs to get future? Obviously, they you're can, bad they load up. at
1: basketball. That'd that, be the need. That's
0: true. But wouldn't I want to get a player now and, and try to so. at least get the max value? Because if in, with that 14th pick, you're probably just getting bench guys, anyways. I mean, this is a very thin draft. Yeah, you know, you just might bench be guys. Able to you get, get a guy with you know,
1: guys like Giannis in the in the teens. You get guys, Giannis was you know, a completely different draft. Class. I'm just saying, teens Giannis is Giannis not, is not a completely a, different. Paris Leverett was 20. Jimmy Butler was the end of the first round. Yeah, you can find your stars anywhere in the you draft.
0: Can but that doesn't mean the Cavs will. And it's easier doesn't. to hit on top 10 picks because those guys are clearly more talented. So
2: the Potentially. F- the thing I'm going to throw out there with the Cavs picks... At
0: least at this point. They can always change, got it out The agree. thing
2: with the Cavs picks, and Milwaukee plays into this because Milwaukee of the next George year, I believe, um, the Bucks are going to be in the 8-30 to range. I mean, I don't think yep. they're going to be top 7 in the draft. So next year's picks for the Bucks is going to go over to the Phoenix Suns. If that happens okay, that's
0: in the blood so trade.
2: Yeah. If that happens, then in twenty twenty two future, you get the, the Cavs get the Milwaukee pick between mm-hmm. eleven and thirty.
0: And that was in the George Hill trade. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't really think there's a need to trade back, especially okay. all the way back to fourteen. That's because fine. Because in that range we've put like, you know, possibly you know, maybe in a little who does have a lot of potential. But I don't know if he has that two-way potential that Cam Reddish does. And I'm going to go with Cam Reddish here. Uh, um,
2: ooh, it, it, and the Bulls are like just, ah, oh, that's the guy we were hoping and for. The
0: re- and we talked about this uh, ad nauseum throughout our draft co- coverage. Uh, Cam Reddish in Cleveland I think would be a hugely great perfect fit for him. Mm-hmm. I think he needs the ability to take shots. And they saw that they were giving shots to Colin Sexton last year. Yeah. And they were giving him the ability to grow. And I think that's exactly what he needs. He needs to be in an isolated you know, spot where they play a ton of isolated offense, where they're just going to put him in the mode to go after, uh, you know, attacking the rim and just going after a man. And I think Cam Reddish has shown in at least some workout tapes and then also in his high school days, I really didn't yeah. see that much at Duke, that he can really show that athleticism that length and get by guys and, and attack the bucket. And I think that's going to be the most intriguing part that I want John Beeline to work on is that we've seen him work on Karis Levert before. Mm-hmm. We've seen him work on Charles Matthews before. Um, and both of those guys were kind of in similar uh, veins where they were guys that would go ISO on the wing and attack and try to you know create space in the midrange and create space driving. And I think giving him a player with that much potential, that yeah. much athleticism, would be very intriguing. And I want to do that right now, so I'll take Cam Reddish with the fifth pick. That means at 6, the Suns are on the clock. Dave, who's your pick?
1: I'm not even going to waste time on this one. <laughs> I'm the Suns. I'm forced to take Kobe White at this point in time. I mean, you
2: don't have to. No,
1: you could you open up go the with phones a, to trade. You could go with a four. <laughs> Seiku Demboya. I could go with a four, like Seiku Demboya. I'm not. I'm taking a point guard. Um, I'm the Suns. I need a point guard. They're like the, my magic of last year mm-hmm. and the year before that was. You need a point guard. Take a point guard. Quit. Put, quit going around what your need is. I get it. It's the top of the draft. There's a percentage of draft need versus draft on an overall talent. I think Kobe White intersects at a nice point for them here. Uh, he's a good outside shooter. He can facilitate. He doesn't need the ball in his hands at all times. So I think he and Devin Booker are a great pairing. We saw Devin average, what, like seven assists a game last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, obviously, they didn't win a ton of games. Uh, they're at the top of the draft for a reason. But having someone like Kobe White out there is an instant upgrade over D'Anthony Melton, over Ali Elkabo. So I, I'd love to see them roll with uh, Kobe White with this pick.
0: Yeah, when you when you see a guy who's shooting 86% from the line but only 32% from three, you have to just wonder what's the problem with it, especially when he's a 26.6 uh, scorer yeah. like Devin Booker is. And the biggest thing is just he doesn't have a guy to pass him the ball. Yep. And that's what he needs right now is, is, is a guy to, you know, hit him when he's open and, and, and just create space for Devin Booker. And that's the biggest thing that Kobe White will hopefully do for them because Devin Booker was insanely stupid. If you have a guy that's putting up 26, uh, pretty much seven and four boards a game on 46.7 shooting and 86% from the line, you should yeah. be like, wow, this guy should be, you know, this, this is a playoff. This is a guy that's you know, a star on a playoff team. But mm-hmm. they were one of the worst teams in the, the NBA last year. And yep. He just doesn't have a point guard. And I think getting that spacing not only would benefit him, but also Devin Booker. I'm not in love with Kobe White, but I agree with you. You've been ignoring this long, this need for so long. Absolutely, take another shot. And yep. even if it's like the you know 2014 Suns, where you had Isaiah Thomas and Goran Dragic, and, me all and Eric guards. Bledsoe and Brandon Knight. Now none of those guys are on the team anymore. Yep. Uh having guards is important, especially yep. with Devin Booker. Uh, so I, I agree with that pick. Uh, Ricky, you're now up at the Bulls. And unfortunately, John Morant is not there for you, like well, Jake thought he would be. I mean,
2: not even John Morant, but I was really hoping Cam Reddish would be there. Like, that's the guy. I was thinking the Cavs, I was thinking you'd go Jared Culver, because I knew the Suns were going to go Kobe White. I did not have to worry about them um, taking anything. And when the Celtics called, I almost picked up my phone. It's like, oh, if the Celtics are going to get in for Cam Reddish— I might have to trade up for him.
1: Thinking about
0: it.
2: I have my pick in mind. I've got my BPA that I'm taking. However, before I make the pick, is there anyone who wants to try to woo the Bulls with a trade for the seventh overall before I make my selection?
1: I don't have anyone I'm really targeting in this range from my team's. Not worth worth the firepower on uh, my team's end. Sorry. Uh, What do you want to move? What
0: what would you want? Depends on what...
2: you a team. offer like, team. I don't have a set price. Try to woo me. Try to woo me to give up that seventh pick. If you have a team that is trying to move mm-hmm. up,
0: I'm try. Oh, uh, give, me, give me, give me, give me some time. Give me some time to think. I'll give you which team? The twelfth pick, as the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. The fifty-second pick. A future second round from you, mm-hmm. and I will give you next year's pick.
2: Next lottery year's first? protected.
0: Lottery protected.
2: I'm gonna say no, and the reason why I am gonna say no is as the Bulls. I was hoping for two things: either the Celtics to call me up. Um, I would, I'm good. No, no, I know. I would have taken Kings and Clippers picks. Like those would have done. been. And I'm just saying that's what I was kinda of thinking. Or a team like the Hornets was a good one, but if I'm trading with a team like the Hornets, I want that protection to be away. No, because you're go- you're gonna be bad. Yeah, I but want I'm not that
1: stupid. high pick.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm just I tried to yeah. swindle and I'm gonna take Jared Culver and just move on with my life. So right. Jared Culver, Chicago Bulls.
1: Interesting. Okay. As a Bulls fan. Interesting. I, I honestly, can you sell me on how that's going to work in our offense for
2: me? I'm taking it for me. It was the Do next we have two done on the bench. So the next three guys that were on my personal big more Jarrett Don't Huller, care. Hunter. Sell me
1: on Jarrett Culver in the offense. That's what I asked
2: for the bulls m- for the bulls. I yeah. feel like he's, he would be a good fit next to Zach Levine. Um, because he, the one problem we saw in the tournament is, Oh, when he has to make decisions, have the ball in his hands, that's when he has trouble. But guess what? Zach Levine will do that. He so can play off-ball to Chris
1: Dunn to the bench is your...
2: I mean, I don't know if I'd put Culver at the point guard. Probably he'd be coming off the bench because we're not going to bench Otto Porter. But depending on what happens, he's the best player on my board. I was, I was not going to take DeAndre Hunter above him. Wasn't going to take Ball Ball above him. Wasn't even going to take Brandon Clark above him. So it's just straight BPA for me. For brand for Jarrett Culver to the Bulls.
0: Let's go to the chat. Uh, mainly, uh, Rudy Gay's better than Ben Simmons. Naz Reed's better than no, Ben Simmons. Uh, also, uh, Pennywise coming in. It's been a long time since we saw Pennywise. Yeah. Uh, he said Le- LeBron James for the seventh pick, uh, something Ricky would have proposed. Um, <laughs> I would take it. All right, chat time for Ricky uh, for to woo Ricky. Um, I really don't see the Lakers trading Alonzo for the seventh because who's there at seven that they would really want. Uh, I kind of agree with that. I don't yeah. really see a player that would be there. Maybe Culver, because he, he can shoot. He can catch and shoot. I mean, that's something that he can do. I don't think he can create for himself, but he can sit on the outside and catch and shoot. And we talked about him having a great work, work ethic. Mm-hmm. I think he would go after that and try to you know prepare right. himself to be a better shooter. But even you look at his free throw lines, and he's not naturally a great shooter. I think that's something he'd need to work he, on. Yeah. Um, maybe even DeAndre Hunter as well, because, again, he's got a very good uh, stroke from the outside. But those are really the only two players that I would see. Um, wolves give up 11th future first and KBD for the bulls pick. Kata Bates. Yep. I think that's a lot for, 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 to, to move up. Cause I don't really know who they would want exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, for uh, Spencer throwing out Lonzo, and the four for the seventh, uh, which makes no sense, but again, Ricky uh, trade, <laughs> and that's uh, it's about it. I, I been, don't feel uh, like my trades today
2: have been too bad. No. I, that's
0: I, I, what would what would have wooed you for the, the Hornets? Because I'm not giving obviously I'm not giving you a first. I okay. would have
2: taken, if you would have said top ten instead of lottery protected, I would have thought about it.
0: See like, that's the thing though with louder, the Hornets is I like, think they've been I think they've been literally right outside the top ten for like four straight years. So I'm not gonna do that.
2: As so, but here's the thing: as soon as you said Hornets, I went, huh? They might not be good because they probably I in my mind I don't think Kemba's coming back yeah. unless like he really wants the money. If I
0: dropped that second round pick, what did you what did you have done it? If I just gave you if I if it was straight up twelve for eight and my second rounder. And your second, second
2: rounder? Yeah. No, I probably. I want the whole. Well,
0: my, my my trade was that. My, no, and no, no, like no. It
2: wasn't like it was a bad deal. It yeah. was my target was I wanted a future first. If you would have said top ten, I would have still worked and I wouldn't have hung up the phone. It was lottery protected. I was like, do I really want to finagle for that top ten protected? And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'll just take jerk
1: Culver and move on. Jake, mm-hmm. the moist one is not getting traded. Don't
0: worry. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I, I thought about it just because like they don't use him, but also yeah. giving him up, I think, would be a waste because uh, he's still very young and there's still time exactly. for him to grow. Exactly. Um, now the Hawks are on the board with their eighth and tenth uh, with their eighth picks. Uh, I'm I'm going three times in a row though. Uh, I have the Hawks and Wizards. I didn't. As the Hornets' GM as well, I'm trying to trade up because I feel like this is where Sekou Demboya should go, yeah, and that's where he will go. Uh, Sekou oh. Demboya is going to be selected Locking by the it in. Atlanta Hawks. Um, they're not really going to trade with the, the the Hornets. I don't think they're going to be finagled too much or, yeah. or really incentivized too much to move with the Hawks. Uh, I, I don't really think there's a reason to because why would you want to give a player that you are high on uh, to your, 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 you know, in in conference rival, right. I um, so I, I'm going to go with Sekou Diboya here. I think that he might not be a perfect fit here. Uh, DeAndre Hunter is you know probably already a finished more a better finished product uh, than DeAndre Hunter, but Sekou Emboya's potential is so high, and we see his length and his athleticism and his you know burgeoning shot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that is very intriguing, and he's very good in transition, and he's got the length to be a good defender. And if you put him in a well cultured team like the Atlanta Hawks, and you give them a defensive-minded head coach that's worked with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid before and Lloyd Pierce, I think that might be a great growing ground for Seiko Demboy, and I think it'd be very hard for them to pass up the ability to take Seiko Demboy, who has such high potential to work on and be molded uh, by this Hawks' Front office and coaching staff. I, I think it'd be stupid for them to pass up and trade with the team. Uh, so go, Saquon Demboya. I'm not gonna mess it up this time and go with Nasir Little. Especially uh, with
1: this second pick, you've got you mm-hmm. know a ten. I mean, that is the ultimate insurance policy.
0: Yeah, I'm locking in Saquon Demboya for the Hawks. The Wizards are now on the clock at nine. Phone lines are open. Anybody? Ooh, I am Celtics.
2: I thought about it and then I click and put the phone for who. Down. For,
1: a team, that is like not, for a team that is not in the first round. You know what? The Pistons are interested Ooh. in that pick. All right. uh, so say say there's a pick swap, and then I have to, I have to actually do mine out So 15. Here. Yeah.
0: So, so at least 9 for 15.
1: And then on top of that, I'm just double-checking the Pistons' future picks. I don't think they have much. That's what I'm concerned about. Yeah. I got, don't think so
0: either. I got a
2: tab open with that already. Oh, do you? For yep. the Pistons? For all the teams. So the Pistons have... All
1: of their first rounders. Oh. Just Delightful. Their own. So I will give you... It is 9 to 15. And then I will give you an unprotected... Would that be 2021 now? 2021.
0: Deal. <laughs> Absolutely deal. <laughs> deal. Yep. You're picking.
1: I'm taking DeAndre Hunter.
0: Okay. So the Pistons move up mm-hmm. and take... DeAndre Hunter for the Wizards.
1: The guy that I have shit-talked numerous times on this show as the most boring prospect in this draft (laughs) class because all he does is shoot well, defend well, and do everything you would want the prototypical 3D player to do in the modern NBA. You know what the Pistons have not had in quite some time? Well, someone who can play the wing who can actually score the goddamn ball. Luke Kanad <laughs> went fucking Supernova mode, couldn't get it done. I
2: thought Supernova was only reserved no, for Terrence Ross. the Supernova Ross. of offense is Terrence
1: Ross. <laughs> Luke Kanad went just Supernova. I still love That's, how he went off that playoff game
2: right after you said that, too.
1: <laughs> I He believed in me, and I believed in him. It's a trust we've got, me and T. Um, but I, I think it's the ideal fit for them. Jay
2: Lewis likes that trade, he said. Th- for, they, who? for He said Rip Stanley Johnson. I like that trade.
1: Mm, Yeah, I'm sorry. Like it's it needs to happen because I really do believe I think that a healthy Blake Griffin, healthy Luke Kennard, you roll out DeAndre Hunter out there, healthy Reggie, like this team and DeAndre Drummond.
2: Luke Kennard is a god. Yeah, worship him. He's awesome.
1: (laughs) I just I think that's a team in the East that will be underdogged by a lot of people, but absolutely because Kennard and Hunter out there shooting Mm. incredible. Blake Griffin was shooting seven threes a game this year at a good clip. Yeah. You add on top, if Reggie is healthy for more than half a season, that team's winning like 45 games, no problem. Mm -hmm. And I think that in the East next year, it's going to be very interesting. So I like that group together.
0: Blake, uh, five. Uh, this is last Only year. five. Oh, okay. Uh, still a fantastic yeah, that's a for a, his lot size. For a four or... uh, he was taking seven threes though. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. You you said taking threes. I was like an assist. Yeah. Five point four assists, and he was taking seven, seven threes, threes on again. the money. Yeah, that's... at thirty six percent. I know my stats um, sometimes. Yes. Good job, Dave. Uh, you can't remember names, but you can remember yeah. that Blake Griffin shooting eight, seven threes a game. Look, I don't uh, understand it. I don't question it. I just I go with the flow. I think it's a good trade, though, for both teams because yeah. as the Wizards, that gives me ammo if that pick's really good to possibly move John Wall if I want to. Or if not, if that pick's really good, you can at least replenish that youth because maybe John Wall's a little bit older and you can't get rid of his contract, but you can bring in a young guard later down the road, especially two years from now when you fully get him back after him sitting out this year and then a couple years with him as well. And at that point, you also might know the future of Bradley Beal in Washington as well. So it's it's definitely something that I I find intriguing because there's no lock that the Pistons will be good. Blake Griffin isn't a pinnacle of health. Andre Drummond isn't a game changer in my mind. So yeah. I think it, I think it's a, a beneficial trade for both yeah. teams, especially being unprotected. Yep. So uh, good trade there, Dave. Uh, Thank you very much. Yep. And also <laughs> with the Wizards, too. New new fresh start from the front office. So yeah. I, I think that, that, that makes sense for them. Uh, Hawks are now on the board again.
1: I really just couldn't wait to talk again. That was mostly my <laughs> excuse. It was like, you got all the picks in the middle. I was like, mm, got butt in here.
0: Phone lines are open for the Hawks at 10. Anybody?
1: Click. Nothing. Not interested right All now. All
0: right. So we went with Sekou Demboya in our last pick. Um, best available on my board, Goga Batazde. Um Wouldn't be upset taking him, but both international players, maybe not. Uh, Kobe White's off the board. Bull Bull's available. P.J. Washington, Romeo Langford, Kevin Porter Jr., KZ Pala, Jackson Hayes, Nasir Little. Those are the guys that are at least in order of my big board. Um, and I think you just got to stick with your board. I am very high on Goga Patazde's versatility, I'm high on his motor, I'm high on his intensity, mm-hmm. and I think that if you pair him with John Collins, who's also a very intense player, I think it could be a very fun and exciting pair throughout the future. Um, it's it's games that offensively, they might not be too drastic, which might you know cause a little bit of trouble, yeah. but I think Goga actually has a developing outside shot, and John Collins could shoot from outside of 15, um, so I think he can at least compare well to him, and at least looking at Batasdeh, you know, the biggest thing that we're looking for in a center for the Hawks is somebody who can protect the rim. Yeah. And I don't know if he has the quickest defeat to, you know, really stick with guys, but he does have that intensity. And and I think that the biggest thing that I would wonder with him is where is he at least understanding the game? Yeah. And if he understands the game like a Nikola Jokic, he is more athletic than Jokic and can put himself in situations that are beneficial and if he's putting himself in situations that are more beneficial we've seen with big guys that's really the biggest thing it's not about speed it's it's not about length so key it's about positioning and if you can teach him positioning if you can teach him how to properly play defense down low which I think he can I think he I think he he has that intensity too um, I I think he could be a really dangerous player so Hawks go with Gogo Bataste and they go both International players, in Denboya, and uh, that's well. When he got and two Dan shots, Dan I, I, I was Gugin expecting
1: Sase. like a lock in that second pick. I was hoping for like one of the blue blood, maybe. I don't know. It's just well. There, that's the thing is like of... what,
0: what locks are there? Because I'm not going to go with <clears throat> really the only blue blood is available. There's two: PJ Nasir. Washington and Nasir Little. Yeah. Um, but I just took Seque Denboya. Yeah. at least positionally that makes no sense. Um, so then you have to go look at the positions that you are of need and that's just center and you either take a shot at bobo you either take a shot at jackson hayes potential or you take a shot at goga yep i I like goga the most and if i had to rank them i'd probably go at least for the hawks i'd go goga jackson bobo yeah
2: see i would for the hawks i like with what they're trying to do and try to be their little mini golden state i like what bobo brings to the table with how he can shoot from the outside i feel like him in transition will be better than a batazdeh for the Hawks. So me personally, I would have went with Bull ball if I was looking center.
1: All right.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and uh, Mr. Ray threw it out there. Mm-hmm. Hawks are looking for shooters. Len Deadman are taking more threes this season. Uh, that is true. Um, and and I think if you're looking at that, Bull Ball would be the mm-hmm. eye, But so also attractive. I think you want a player that can play. Um, At least be out on the floor, and that's my that's my biggest concern for that is that he can't be be that. And they're bringing up uh, Dante Exum uh, is glass, so uh, and (laughs) and and, and, you know maybe that is Bobo in in my mind. Um, Okay,
1: Spencer, life. If Dante Exum is glass, Penny Hardaway, like Penny Hardaway is already made of glass. Like what are we talking here?
0: That
1: that is sugar glass. Yeah, Exum is sugar glass. glass? Yes.
0: Yeah. So uh, let's move on to the next pick, and that is the Timberwolves at eleven. And Ricky, before you pick, I just want to throw out there. Um, from Crazy underscore Josh 2018. Mm-hmm. Clark and Rui better not be going 11th to the Wolves. Dear God, no, please, no, 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 no. Please, no. We want Nikki Alexander-Walker. Is Seku isn't available. I think he meant if.
2: Phones are open. I'm looking to make a trade here. My guys, I feel like the guys I might have gone with are off the board. There are guys available that teams below me might want, and we're open for business here at 11. The T-Wolves looking to move down or maybe... Accumulate some draft picks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thinking. Give me give me give me a moment because I'm I'm going. I'm thinking too. I think the Celtics don't need to move up. There's enough guys in the pool available for them by fourteen. Yeah, but there's a guy you really. But there's a guy you really want. But there's not.
0: Think about the Spurs. Oh. Okay, you know that's a that's a bold move from two a Spurs. Picks. They got two picks, right? Mm-hmm. They do. And they got they got one of them in the the Kawhi Leonard trade, and you know maybe Greg Popovich sees a future Kawhi Leonard in Nasir Little. Mm-hmm. I don't see that, but maybe he does. Is is, is if in, in, answer this is not the T Wolves GM. Okay. Do you think moving the 19th pick and the 29th pick for the Spurs to go up and get a player would be smart?
2: I mean, if you really. If you really like that player,
0: okay, but, do but but which player then would you look at if you're the Spurs
2: for me to move
0: up? Because they're, they're they're the only team that I'm looking at that could possibly move out, up yeah. outside of the Celtics.
2: I mean, for me, the guy if I look at my big board, the guy that's the top right now that's available is Ball Ball, and it's like, do you do you really want Ball Ball if you're? the um, well, Spurs. Clearly not, because they were yeah. the
0: team that shot the least amount of threes in the NBA And then last the year. next
2: two I have are... But they were the most efficient. The next two on the availability are Brandon Clark, Rui, then Kevin Porter, and then Nasir Little. And I am always on the mindset of, what, no matter what your fan base thinks, if you believe in somebody and want to go get them, go get them. If it's ends out to be a bad trade and a bad deal, you're going to have to live with that. But I'd rather make the deal than be too scared, not make the deal, and then have him be a great player and be like, man, I should have fucking made that deal. So that's how I feel personally, and that just goes in life, not just this.
0: The Sixers are calling. Okay. The Sixers have a boatload of second-round picks, and I already see Jake flying off at the Sixers mm-hmm. to trade up. We'll give you the 24th We'll give you the 34th.
2: Okay. We'll
0: give you the 42nd. And we will give you a lottery-protected 2022 first-rounder.
2: Say that one more time for me.
0: We will give you the 24th pick, Mm -hmm. the 34th pick, Mm -hmm. the 42nd pick, and a a lottery-protected 2022 first-rounder.
2: Deal. Because you're not going to be in the—you're not going to be— in that lottery, so I will take that trade and accumulate those draft picks.
0: Okay, so we got a deal. So 76ers are moving up. Maybe that was too much. Whatever.
1: As I was going to say, that...
0: Uh... But, that's, but that's also moving up 13 Couple spots. Picks. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: no, no, no. Can you, can you uh, get the trade written up as when you have a chance? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Twitch
0: um, so it's going to be a pick swap mm-hmm. for the 11th and 24th. Yep. And then thirty fourth pick. Yep. Forty second pick. Yep. And twenty twenty two, lotto, protected, first to. Kyle
2: minute. Craig, don't give up the twenty fourth. Shake my head. <laughs> why? I think Kyle's also a Philadelphia He is, fan. but
0: I, I know I know Kyle. Mm-hmm. But why 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 not give up the twenty fourth? I do that bad.
2: I do. Interesting.
0: I do. Why? why? I, I, You'll see. I'm You'll surprised. See later. It's dependent on what they. The 76ers need. Mm-hmm. And you can go after the three-point shooter in Tyler Hero. A little bit of a reach. Um, you can go after some of these two guards, Romeo Langford, Kevin Porter Jr., especially if you do not think that, uh, you know, J.J. Redick's going to be back and, you know, really what's on this bench. You can go KZ Akpala. You're definitely not going Jackson Hayes or Bobo off the board. I trade it up, and I... I, I, I regret I, trading up? No, I, I don't regret trading up. But you, who did you have in mind? You had to have a reason. Tyler Hero. Really? <laughs> yeah. At but it 12? Was at a, yeah, that's the that's a, It's 11. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. At it's 11. Worse.
1: I forgot the numbers, yeah.
0: Oops. Well. Yeah, I could trade back in. Fuck it. Tyler Hero.
1: Wow. Tyler Hero. Wow. That's that's a high price on Hero. I like his shooting. Again, 91% from the Lions. Incredible. 35% mm. from the field in college, though. He did heat up as a season one on, yeah, and especially in the bigger games, he did shine, so I will give him credit for that. He He's an elite club for shooting percentages, I'll at least give him that. Uh, as far as freshmen in college who were in the yeah. uh, 40, 35, 90, I think, a pretty pretty elite
0: ter- territory. Here's the thing that I think it, it really comes down to is, at the end of the day, you can't put a premium on elite shooting. And if he is this elite, yep, I think that it's worth it, especially for the makeup of this team right now. Yeah, and I think that right now you're not going to get a player in free agency with his shooting skills that you can at least develop. And some people might bring up Landry Shamit. I was gonna say, is this just it a was,
1: recovery because you gave up Shamit for possibly?
0: Toby? Um, but also, you look at what you know he he compares to um, at least two guys from college, and yep. you know it's. You know, there's guys out there like Wayne Ellington, who was, who's been a fantastic three point shooter throughout his whole career. He is yeah. Um, you could see guys like Jacob Evans, who we were high on last year, who ended up going to the uh, the Warriors. Um, Brandon Rush was an elite three point shooter um, in, in college. But one thing that Tyler Hero has is he was not a three. Rush was too slow to play the three, and Rush was never able to make make that change over. But he was always a fantastic three point shooter, and that's why he stayed in the league for so long. And then Tim Hardaway is one guy that pops up that has similar stats, at least from the University of Michigan, and. The one thing that Howard away doesn't have, that Hero does, is that free throw percentage. And none of these guys that I just named have that free throw percentage to the level of yeah. Tyler Hero. And I think it, that like machine, it shows man. that he might not be just these guys. He's a, a different player from all the guys that I mentioned. He's just going to be that elite spot-up shooter. And that means you can move away from J.J. Redick and focus your money on a certain spot. You could focus that money solely on Jimmy Butler and possibly bring him back uh, Tobias Harris as well. A
1: concern his measurables concern me i mm-hmm. expected i knew he wasn't the tallest guy but the wings, the negative wingspan mm-hmm. uh is going to be hard defensively for him i know he's a high effort kind of guy on defense we saw it uh throughout his college career he will run himself ragged but at the same time i just go you know how much of how much effort can compensate for a lack of physical gifts mm. and i think that's i keep coming back to that because we keep it's just you, you go you know old bucks new magic. Give me that wingspan, give me that plus measurables, and he has the opposite of that. So that doesn't. I'm not saying it scares me either, but it yeah. doesn't give you but like a flag.
0: He's not the only guy in the world that has bad measurables. Yeah, in in the NBA, like you can survive. It's not going to be easy for him to survive defensively um, as as a. As a you know a but guy with not JJ. great measurables, but you're also going what
1: <laughs> if you're filling in as JJ Redick? Yeah, they don't expect you to be the defensive stalwart. Well,
0: and the thing too that I, I I think that stands out to me about it is just you know you're on one of the best defensive teams already. If you bring Bell, you're bringing back Jamie Butler, you're back Ben Simmons, you bring back Joel Embiid, all three of those guys are amazing defenders. So at the end of the day, you're just going to be on the worst offensive player. And if he's just playing, you know, put him in the corner and and he doesn't have to switch too often, I think he might be fine. Okay. And and hey. Maybe it's not blocking shots and making steals, but at least, as long as you're contesting, I think that's something you know that is that is going to be important. Um, let's see what people are saying. Uh, Hero can heat up. That's good to see. Uh, <laughs> stretch four if we can't bring Tobias back. That's true. Grant Williams is ass. We weren't talking Disagree. about it. Um, Disagree. Choose wisely, Sean. Thanks, Jake. Uh, I know Jake was a big fan of, uh, of Tyler Hero, so it was a kind of a little bit of that. Uh, to go in there but looks like it wasn't that bad of a
2: trade the one thing i will say and i'm not saying this is like a hey, sean would have made this trade or wouldn't have made this trade but right now one of the teams that i have that doesn't have a first round pick yeah the rockets are kind of sitting there going all right we're not making a deal because i was gonna call you up when we get to that 76er pick mm-hmm. and try to be like jimmy butler i don't think he's coming back to the Philadelphia 76ers. If you don't bring back Jimmy, then do you bring back Tobias? Yeah, but I, I can't maybe,
0: trade Jimmy if I don't. Have maybe him
2: working out a kind of like Dave with the Pelicans—a little wink, wink deal with Chris Paul to get the twenty-fourth. Um, that is a deal huh? I tried to throw out there because you need—you'd need a you're gonna, star. You're
0: going to trade the twenty-fourth pick for Chris Paul.
2: Well, I mean, not straight up, but there would be things in it. But that's what I would want to get while moving Chris Paul, and now I can't because you guys moved up. And there's no other team that I think has that cap flexibility I'm, to take on that deal.
0: I'm glad I made that trade because I <laughs> definitely did not want to see also, Chris I've got Paul the Rockets, out there. Don't
2: I? No, I've got the Rockets.
0: Don't I? Nope, I've got the Rockets. Oh, yeah. the Rockets
1: so, aren't making a deal, then.
2: Rockets I think did not make a, Rick, uh, Jay, make a deal. Rick,
0: Dave, you want to make a deal? No, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's now move on to the Hornets. Uh, again, at me. Fuck, someone trade with me. It's four straight picks. Uh, Hornets at 12. Uh, Dave
2: originally had five in a row because he picked all the Ricky stole teams doubles. from me. Mm-hmm. I stole one team.
0: All right. Uh, they're on the board. Uh, I've talked about this already uh, for the Hornets. P.J. Washington. I think it's an easy fit for them. Uh, I love him at three. Uh, they have Br- or Miles Burgess, who's very similar, um, and maybe people are going to throw out Bobo um, out there. But I, I, I really like P.J. Washington. I think he's a good fit. I think he's a yeah. good at three, four. Um and with Marvin Williams getting older, with Frank Kaminsky not really being healthy and available or good, um, I think that he could really be you know a wing player and kind of like the Boston Celtics. Yeah, you took M- Miles Bridges, but that doesn't mean Miles Bridges is bad or is not going to get playing time. You can also play PJ Washington at the same time, and this oh, yeah. is a team that you know is now led by James Borrego. Uh They're most likely going to bring Kemba back if they offer him as much the money super as
1: he's max. worth. Um,
0: and Kemba most likely will accept that. Um, so having those players, I think, would be huge for that team, and I'm gonna, I'm going to put pj washington out there on the board for the charlotte hornets let's keep it going too because i don't think people want to hear me talk too much uh let's go to the heat at 13 phone lines are open for them anyone want to make a deal with the uh the heat no
1: no i'm 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 holding out hope here for who all my teams. who are you hoping all my teams (laughs) i'm (laughs) not not, not giving up any details are you
0: kidding come on This is a horrible video. What are you trying to?
2: Dave's the one with the most picks. I've got
0: the Magic don't want
2: to move, the Jazz don't want to move, and definitely the Bucks and Warriors don't have enough to move. I'm typical
1: Celtics. I'll give you seven first rounders to move up one spot. Nope, nope, it's off the board. You guys wouldn't get. I don't. I don't understand why they wouldn't take that deal. Like the Heat are crazy for not taking seven first rounders from the Celtics. Fucking Danny (laughs) Ainge.
0: All right. So on the board uh, for me, um, we got. Bobo, Romeo, Kevin Porter, KZ Akpala, Jackson Hayes, and Syria Little. Fuck.
1: Yeah. It's a tough one. What in your mind, he I mean, they they have such a well rounded team of yeah. veterans and they've got mixed in a couple of younger players in there. What what position do you think you're really trying to focus in at? You're just trying to add add some depth well, to the Well the thing too?
0: is they're very very they, well rounded. They're they not are. really a gaping hole on that team.
1: I mean, in my mind, I'm looking at it and, you know, Goran's on his last year of his contract, and then well, you've got no Justice available. Winslow. There's no point guards available in this class, mm-hmm. so does it force a trade? Do you, do you, do you lean there's into a trade? The trade? No, so, I'm saying I'm saying trading for a established point guard, perhaps.
0: Do you have one in mind? No, I'm just tossing yeah, out the things. The what's you. wrong with you, Dave? <laughs> um, <sighs> trying to lead you. Bobo is just there because of the potential, and I think then you look at the two guard because yes, they. Guard isn't uh, a point guard isn't available, but Justice was fine in that role. Yep. Um, he wasn't spectacular. I think it was just cool to see him do something. Uh, Bobo is now a Miami Heat. Hmm. I hate we, you a little. We talked about <laughs> uh Hassan Whiteside's possible upcoming contract and the potential I think is too much for Pat Riley to pass up. So I'm going Bobo for the Miami Heat at thirteen.
1: I hate you. That's that's, a, that's what the Celtics wanted, and I think that you knew that
0: because it was me. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, and I kind of want to stick it to you for being a dick with the trades. So. Yeah, what I gave, I was the only one who came up with the trades. You me. said trade for a point guard, and I said for who, and you said I don't know. Yeah. So why'd you throw it out there, Dave? I don't know. Should have kept your mouth shut. You could have a ball Who are you picking at 14 for the Celtics? Celtics are looking at two guys,
1: either Nikhil Alexander-Walker or Kevin Porter Jr. Um... I have a fear about Kevin Porter Jr., and I am oh so tempted, oh so tempted to take him here, but I think I'm going to play it safe with the Celtics and take Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I'm going for a guy who can play one or two, I think with the unsurety of Kyrie Irving and Terry Rozier spouting off to the public and the media and everybody else who will listen. (laughs) I'm trying to get somebody in there who... Solid defender, solid shooter, solid playmaker. Mm -hmm. All around, he's going to fit right in on this team. He seems like a great team player, played for a great team in college.
0: I like him. All right, cool. Any objections?
2: No. I mean, for me, as the Magic, it now changes up what I was going to do because Nikhil was kind of a guy that I was kind of looking at with Kevin Porter Jr. and Romeo Lankford. So now it takes him out of the discussion, and now for the Magic – I'm looking only between two players instead of three.
0: Yeah, I think the Wizards are a little pissed off, too, that Bobo didn't <laughs> fall him because, fuck, if they could have got Bobo at 15, that would have been something interesting. Yeah. Uh, but they are now on the clock. They took Troy Brown Jr. last year, who was a three. Interesting player. They have a one. There's no ones available anyways. John Wall has a massive contract. Bradley Beal at the two. Thomas Bryant's a, 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 a pretty decent four uh, – sorry, five out there. So – I'm going to go after a player with a ton of potential. And since Thomas Bryant is solid, although he is a little bit understatement, I don't know about the shooting, though. There's a lot of names. I was thinking about Jackson Hayes.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, how much do you love Thomas Bryant's shooting? Because like he's, he's an okay player. Yeah. His shooting makes him interesting. Jackson Hayes, you got the traditional rim runner, shot blocker. I mean, what what do you what which pairing do you think works best for the rebuilding question mark Wizards,
0: or do you go with the splash? And yes, you already have a two guard in Bradley Beal, but John Wall. We're not sure when he's going to come back. You could Bradley also Beale use someone who can one. stretch
1: over to the three as well. What's that? I mean, someone who can stretch over to the three as well because you did move Otto Porter, and we all know
0: Jabari Brandon. Parker cannot play the three. Brandon Clark's available if they well. resign him. That sounds fuck. Yeah. Well, it was like, think, he fell. But then I was also like Nasir Little. He fell? Yep. Nasir Little might be a good value pick at this one.
1: A lot of guys could be a
0: good value pick at this one. And Kevin Porter Jr. too. Like, yeah. Fuck. There's a Potential. lot of... Potential. Yep. KZ. That'd be fun? Shit. <laughs> I hate this job. I don't want to be a GM. Don't call me. Um. Fuck. All right. What's the chat saying? Let's see. <laughs> Deferring to chat. I'm just... I'm seeing. I'm seeing here. here, here. Uh... uh
1: Connelly, Hay- Connelly for Hayward at 14? No, you guys are way off on timelines. No. Just no. <laughs> hey, um, just
0: signed Tyreek Evans. Thanks, Jake, for that Hilarious. Hilarious. Um, all right. It looks like no one's helping me out here. No. I got, I got, I'm on my own. No, I the Wizards pick. pick. Is this what? what Ernie Grunfield felt like? <laughs> Fuck! Ah! Make the Ernie pick.
1: Ah! I know he's not there anymore, but make the Ernie pick. You
0: can't have too many wings. Nasir Little.
1: Woo! Lock it in, boys. Nasir Little... Sean, we forced you, you to take him after didn't all. Didn't
2: you pick him in the top nine with the top ten with he the Wizards time? He took him ten last time the Hawks. He took okay, him ten the Hawks. with the Hawks last time. And now he's taking him with the Wizards. At least it's not top ten.
0: Yep. I just, I'm intrigued by him. The more I see from him in the combine, mm-hmm. I don't, it's 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 literally a dude in a gym against a chair. <laughs> but it's exciting. And he was so highly ranked coming out of high school. And the defensive potential's there. And possibly the three-point shots there because he was a decent free-throw shooter, I think, right? Yeah. He's the one that was a decent free-throw shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he was decent from the line. Yeah, because he shot like 77%. Um, I'm, I'm interested in him. Yeah, I, I, mean, I want to know what the problem was. And, fuck, Scott Brooks is not the guy to coach him, but hopefully he's not there for a long time. <laughs> and that's really the thing that sticks out to me. And if you compare his numbers, you know... To players that are in the league, you know Kelly Oubre comes out there, and Oubre yeah. was a former wizard, and Oubre wasn't great in Washington, but you know maybe he, maybe if you get but a second Oubre, Oubre also had some um, basketball IQ issues. To yeah, put it nicely, but there's questions with that with Nasir, too. OG Ananubi is a is a is a comp too, and and Ananubi, we saw what his defense did immediately. Yeah. Um I. It's potential. Right. It's all about potential. Swing for the fences, you the Wizards. I, I trade it back, and we still got the first round unprotected. Uh, so you got value, you got potential. Let's go with the Wizards. All right. Uh, Nasir Little. Ricky, that means the Magic
1: are on the board.
0: Is he one of your two guys?
2: No. Oh, okay. No, no he's, he's not. He's um, going um, Wang. He's, he's, he's going to going guard. Yeah. Ah, see, now I'm interested because I'm thinking of two, two guards, but... Yep. There are two guys that are falling in our draft. Well, one is falling; the other is falling for me because I have them higher on my big board. Absolutely, the two Z- the two Xavier guys yep. are falling. Yeah. Um, especially Brandon Clark. Like someone's going to have to trade up for him eventually. Nope. Um I'm going to go ahead and go with Kevin Porter Jr. here, though, for the Magic Great because pick. I I thought about Brandon Clark's off the table because even if you think he's a four, I've got, got enough of those. You've got so many bigs. Um, and, but. At the three, I'm I know I've got Frazier, but it's like the two, Terrence Ross and what? You looking uh, to be weird? Yeah, no, Melvin Frazier. Th- yeah,
1: yeah. But at the three, you also have a um, oh, one do. No. no, Josh, Josh Isaac. Yeah, Isaac. Jonathan Isaac. Oh, John, I, Josh. They, they have Isaac. Him yeah, here as a Isaac.
2: They have him here as a power forward. Yeah. So well, same he's thing. seven feet
1: tall. I know. With like a seven six wingspan. Or so something basically, at
2: this point. I'm looking at the supernova is a free agent this year. Am I going to resign him? Um, Fournier is obviously here under contract. I'm just gonna go with that two guard and maybe not re-sign the supernova of offense this <laughs> That'd be a season. mistake. Because I'm going with Kevin Porter Jr. Why would I need three two guards, Dave?
1: That'd be a mistake.
2: because uh, Terrence Ross plays a three. And well. Mark gonna play this year, hopefully.
1: That's the thing. I, I am so intrigued <laughs> by the prospect of Markel Fultz and Kevin Porter Jr. out there at the one and the two. And I, look, I don't get me wrong. I know Fournier is a better player than uh Kevin Porter Jr. Is right now, but I'm just I'm fantasy booking right now. The, the, that young team of Markel Fultz, Kevin Porter Jr., Jonathan Isaac, Aaron Gordon, and mm. Muhammad Bamba. Are you kidding me? I'm playing that in 2K tomorrow.
0: Dave, like that's you better you better check the chat because they're ba- they're bashing Harry Giles. Oh, get the who? Who am I banning out of chat right now? <laughs> Just you know, throwing it out there. They're talking about knees. They're Talking oh. about knees, and he's he's thrown out there. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting pick. I think Kevin Porter Jr. makes sense. If they they got to go two guard, Fournier not, might not be there. And it's really the the, the choice whether you're going Romeo Langford mm-hmm. or Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, ah, ah, Kevin Porter Jr. has got a fucking ah, ah, iffy ah. shot. <laughs> so that's the thing that like his actual shooting motions are are jacked, mm-hmm. and maybe Romeo's were jacked too because of the thumb. So at least I have a, a good excuse. For Romeo as saying that his thumb was hurt. So yeah. that's why he was a bad shooter. That's and fair. Kevin Porter Jr. just has a bad stroke anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh Dave, you're on the board now with the Nets with seventeen.
1: Yeah, it's 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 not even a brainer here. I'm taking uh taking Brian Clark with this one. It's it's perfect. It's perfect for the Nets. It's everything they wanted. Um can't believe you fell this far if I'm the Nets. But it works out that way sometimes. Life's funny. And I'm loving funny this situation because I, I'm you know, this offseason is We can give D'Lo a bunch of money. We can give Kyrie Irving a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. We can give Kevin Durant a bunch of money. And we're adding in one of the most productive players in college basketball this past year. And guess what? If he continues to grow and add a shot, oh, he is is thoroughly dangerous. Fucking Rudy Gay, man. He could be. He could be fucking Rudy Gay, man. He, has, he is such a good catch-and-shoot three-point shooter that I think people under underrate that ability. Who, Brandon Clark? Yeah, no, I, I know he's not.
0: Yeah, no, he's not. He, he could be, though. That's the one thing. He could like, be. But, but, hey, look at the Nets. The Nets have developed so much great talent. Yeah, that's, so that's the one thing in that the Nets' a good spot organization.
1: After, you know, the one good thing that came out of that trade with the Celtics where they just gutted their future prospects was they had to rethink the way that they were building a team, mm. and they really did a great job putting together a core of these young kids. I mean, taking second shots on guys coming yeah. in the G League. Spencer Dinwiddie. Obviously paid his dues and is amazing, got a contract locked up long time. Shout
0: out Sean Mark, shout out Kenny Atkinson. Dave, yeah. you're back on the board. 19 for the Pacers. Yep. Gotta go back-to-back Gonzaga's
1: here. I'm going with Rui. Really? Yeah. Wow. Why? Because I don't know that Boyan Bogdanovich will be resignable because I think someone's going to throw a lot of money at him. And
0: I think that they're trying... For good reason, he's good. He... Rui's not. Rui can be good.
2: <sighs> eh, nope. I... I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think Rui's going to be a pretty good player.
0: I think Rui can be pretty good. Then why don't you pick him, Ricky?
2: Because, uh, honestly, I'm pissed off here if I'm the Jazz. Yeah. Because I didn't expect the Knicks or the Pacers to, A, make their pick so quickly. I mean, look. But number two. I've been looking, Dave. Oh, Ricky's Um, cheating on the rankings. After you made the Brandon Clark, I'm like, oh, Dave just has his pick sitting there. The I've got j- my big board. The Jazz for each team. That's what I was trying to do. Trade up for that power forward. And when I saw Brandon Clark falling, I was like, okay, I think I'd have to give up too much to the Nets. I was really looking for the Spurs yep. as that sweet spot. If they I was hoping one of them would fall to the Spurs, I'd offer the Spurs maybe a pick swap this year and a second next year or a pick swap this year and a first um in 2021 to try to move up and get that power forward. But now if I'm the Jazz, I kind of got to rethink everything because those were the two guys I was going to trade up for.
1: Yeah, I think that this team, you've already got uh, your your last couple of picks are sitting there on the board still with uh, Aaron Holiday, who was the third on the depth chart last year. Kind of disappointing. So I was thinking you either need a backup shooting guard because obviously the reek happened and Victor Oladipo's injury. So you could go for a two-guard there. And I don't just, you know, on our board right now... I I might be tempted to take a flyer on Romeo mm-hmm. at this point. I think that would be a fine pick, but I'm higher on Rui's upside. I think the Pacers, even if they do re-sign Boyan, I think Rui on the Pacers works out well. You've got one more year of Sabonis and Turner together. If you want to go long-term on Sabonis, I would. I don't know. that match, uh, That pairing hasn't been amazing, but it hasn't been terrible either, so... I don't know. They're 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 in an interesting position, contract wise, for the future. What they do with those two?
0: Celtics, since they're interested in trade for the uh, Spurs pick,
1: my jumping up. Uh... Ring ring oh. ring ring. Oh, shit, you've
2: got a call on the other line.
0: No, I'm talking to Celtics. Okay, oh, I'm I'm just saying, call waiting.
2: I'm on the what, other uh, line waiting.
1: What would it take to move up? Uh, obviously, we'd be swapping. I'm assuming. But... Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll flip we'll flip the flip both picks. Nin- Nineteen for 2022. Yeah. Is that what you're asking for? Yeah. That's a steep fucking price. You guys got picks. Uh, that's too much. You guys much get for your me. guy. Nope. What if I take your guy? Who's my guy? I don't know. What if exactly. I take him? What not if I take
2: e- your guy not even gonna not even gonna pick up the phone. I'm to talking see us on the other to line. my
0: friend right I'm now. I'm talking here. All right. What do you want?
2: So the Jazz are calling. Okay. We'll give you a pick swap this year and our first in 2021. Protected. Okay. unprotected. So, unprotected so because 23rd, we're gonna be a
0: playoff team. 23rd pick for the 29th pick.
2: So we pick swap this year. The, tw- yeah. the pick you're on now, the nineteenth, oh, for the <laughs> the nineteenth for the twenty third, and then our first in twenty twenty one. I'll say top ten protected, but we're not going to be in the top ten.
1: I might be able to one up that one. Who as the Celtics? What do you want? I don't actually know. I'm just I I I'm, a, I'm just give you a one up. It's it doesn't bidding. Bidding war. Don't call me if you're not going to one up it. It's a bidding war. Um, so bid something. I will give you. Well pick swap. I'll let you drop back one pick. Okay. Uh I will give you a I'm gonna cheat and say Ricky pull up the graphics I totally did not do this.
0: You want the South Oh, I'm
1: bidding yeah. against you
0: now. Oh, so I got you. He's I not important. No, I'll help you out. I'll help hey. you. Out. Uh, <laughs> See anything you like over there, big guy? Hey, don't insult <laughs> my weight. What a horrible <laughs> way to to bargain with somebody. Dick? Uh, did not uh, mean it that way, but if you shit. take it that way, okay. Spurs uh, say fuck you both. Okay. Unplug the phone. Pick Kazyakpala.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Was was that any of the guys? Was no. That who you going after? No. Was that who you going after? No. No. Okay. Fuck. Fuck. I that feel up. like Dan I was and I gambling because I thought that's who he was person. going with. I thought he was going to go with a wing. No. Nope. Because you you said you wanted Hachimura for. The Jazz. Yeah, I was, I was thinking more like... All right, he's like, a three. He's a wing. He's yeah, a but three. there's people
2: th- that are thinking he could play the four. I, that's why Brandon Clark was the first one I was really trying for um, with the Jazz.
1: But with the I, Spurs... I love Casey. And Akpala. That's is that who you were going for? Uh, that was one I was considering,
0: but okay. not going to go for. And and, and I hate to do it It's the it departure too. of... It's the departure Fucking
3: Rudy Gay, man! Shit! Yeah.
0: It, it's, it's sad to see him go, but Casey Akpala is, is such an intriguing player, and you yep. give him to... Greg Popovich would just be something to be fantastic to see. Someone with his
1: wingspan, um, his ball-handling exactly. ability. Exactly. His ability to create
0: for himself. Just potential. I mean, yep. you could work on him. And, and we saw what DeJounte Murray was able to come into. I didn't think DeJounte Murray would be that good defensively. Oh. And we saw what, you know, if, if he has that wingspan and that athleticism, he might be able to be turned into a great defensive player. And if he has ball-handling skills at six nine. Well, shit! You just need a shot son, and you might be on your way to being a skinny ass Kawhi Leonard. Um, obviously, kidding, because that's very way too high praises. But West Coast kids. Yep. Uh, but I, I think at least in the the, the Spurs uh, idea, you're getting a kid that's very moldable with with great body, with a great body, and and, and great skills already. He's got ball handling skills at six nine. And you look at that potential, at least body-wise, defensively, and that's something that's definitely intriguing to him. And he's not that great of a three-point shooter, so that's he can be hidden in their offense, yeah. which I think immediately will help him because he he can create for him, himself, and others, and he is a willing passer. So I think KZ Akpala fits immediately, and it just really, if they build on him what he can become, I think KZ Akpala is definitely a great fit for uh, the Spurs. Dave, you're on the clock at 20 with the Celtics.
1: This is a tough one, actually, because I feel like I've got a couple options. A couple guys fell. Um, mm-hmm. Jackson Hayes and Romeo Langford are two guys I'm considering right now. Jackson Hayes, I wonder how much overlap there is with the Time Lord. Um, I think that uh, that one is tempting because Al Horford going to be coming up end of his contract sooner rather than later. And he mentioned, you know, first up he wants to win a ring, which means if the Celtics aren't going to be in position to do that, he might move. So the whole Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving thing, another layer of stress is added on to that. Emphasizing his need and timing Uh shot blocker like him Would be really nice because if I'm in the east You gotta go up against Joel Embiid That's that's the big thing now So you have to have someone who can body him up And it's gonna take a couple years For someone like Jackson Hayes To be able to pick a fight You know and, and keep even with him So I, I I'm i tempted to just go Romeo Langford Then because Can you have enough shooting Can you? Can mm-hmm. you really? I'm going to go to chat and keep stalling. They'll take Hayes here. Thanks, Kyle Craig. What's that? Going I'm going to take Jackson
0: Hayes. Hayes here. All right. So Jackson Hayes mm. goes off the board at 20. Kind of a fall for him. Are you guys surprised by this?
2: I mean, for me, not really. But, like, I'm not super I'm not super high on the center position anyways. And out of the three, he is the third ranked out of my three. With bowl ball being one. Uh, Gorga or Goga being two, and then Jackson Hayes being three.
1: In chat, you say Romeo easily, but I just don't know because they've got a log jam. Pick. They've got a log jam.
0: Well, you and you just took at the the, the last pick, Keel and Walker. Yeah. so I mean that's you already the,
1: uh, link one more time in chat. Yeah, for, yeah, the, for sure. Uh,
0: t- I, yeah, think, I think I think yeah. it, it, people have already been Dope. put up, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, so Dave just so, picked twenty uh, for the Celtics. The first uh, of the the second or the third. Um, going with Jackson Hayes, I think that's the thing though is you just pick Nick Alexander Walker, and that's why you're not going with Romeo Langford. Yeah, right? and and are still available at 22. Possibly he is. So that's he could something... be.
3: Yeah,
0: we'll um, see. I kind of gave it away though because the Thunder on the clock. Any trade? Ring ring. What do you want?
2: The Jazz are calling. Okay. We'll offer pick swap um, here, and then I'll give you two seconds in 2021 and 2022. The San Antonio second. In 2022. So you'll give me you'll
0: give me two seconds, mm-hmm. one in 2021. One in twenty twenty.
2: And the one in twenty twenty two will be uh the Spurs second round pick.
0: And what, what number? Oh, so it's it's so it's So it'll be a pick si- swap.
2: Pick swap and then two
0: seconds. Twenty twenty one is the Spurs. Twenty twenty two is the Spurs. Twenty twenty one is my own. Second round. All right, deal.
2: And the Jazz are gonna easily take Grant Williams. And the reason why we're gonna do this No, no, no. <laughs> there, there's a reason why I'm to look for Grant Williams. Yeah, there's a reason because I tried to trade above the Celtics before because I thought they were gonna take it. He already looked at my big boy. That's why he knows. It's another thing of I need a power forward. He's cheating. So I needed it. And I got an inside advantage. Don't know how don't care how I got it. But I needed it to get it so the Celtics couldn't. And now they need to rearrange their draft plans because the Jazz, they got what they want.
1: You know what? (laughs) That's fine.
0: Yeah, it was such a bad trade for both of you.
1: For both of us, how yeah. how do I get screwed out of that? Because uh, you didn't get your guy. He was one of my four listed guys. Mm-hmm. All right, who are you taking? Uh, see, here's the thing. I want to just go back to uh, no cap. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to just fuck with you here and take your boy Naz Reed.
0: Not taking him. <laughs> I'm not taking him okay.
1: This is where Dave makes this my full The Thunder don't need him. The Thunder don't need him. They them. absolutely do need him. I don't, don't know what them. you're talking
3: about. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the well and take uh, Romeo. I'm taking upside. I'm taking the guy who has good good body, good wingspan, coming off of a hand surgery that hopefully fixes the question mark shot that happened to him in college. We saw the upside in high school, we saw a couple peaks in college, but for the most part it was a it was a meh season. But I'm just going to go here, and uh, I'm going to go for it. That's fine with me.
0: All right. Hold on. Let me update the whole board um, so everyone's up to date because I think I'm the only one doing this. You are. I'm not. Um, Thanks, guys. Really appreciate all the help. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Flip that one the wrong way. Got to flip the text. Um, So... Dave, just run it down to where you are now, uh, pick-wise, just so people can catch up, mm-hmm. uh, even if they're not looking at the thing. Okay, the picks Because they might just have us on the back. At background. number
1: one, Ricky as the Pelicans took Zion Williamson. At two, I as the Grizzlies took Ja Morant. At three, Ricky as the Knicks took R.J. Barrett. At four, I as the Lakers took Darius Garland. Pretty smart move. At five, that Sean as the Cavs took Cam Reddish. At six, I as the Suns took Kobe White. At seven, Ricky as the Bulls took Jarrett Culver. At 8, Sean, as the Hawks, took Sekou Demboya. At 9, there was a trade up. The Wizards traded their pick swap this year and a future pick for the 9th pick, which was DeAndre Hunter. At 10, Sean, as the Hawks, took Goga Patazde. At 11, Sean, as the 76ers, because he traded up for the T-Wolves, he took Tyler Hero, which ended up as a pick swap, 11-24. to 24. The 34th, the 42nd, and a 2022 lottery-protected first to Minnesota. At number 12, Sean as the Hornets took P.J. Washington. At 13, Sean as the Heat took Bull Bull, you jerk ass. At 14, <laughs> myself as the Celtics, through the Kings pick, took Nikhil Alexander-Walker. At, four, or at uh, 15, Sean, with that traded Wizards pick, took his boy, Homer, Nasir Little. Sean, I just don't i don't understand the overwhelming love for Nasir Little. Uh, Ricky, at 16, as the Magic, took Kevin Porter Jr. Myself, as the Nets, at 17, took Brandon Clark. Uh, then, at 18, at the Pacers, I took Rui Hachimura. 19, Sean, as the Spurs, took KZ Akpala. 20, myself, as the Celtics, Jackson Hayes. 21, Ricky, Jazz, via the Thunder, via a hilarious trade-up for a pick swap this year. And two seconds, Grant Williams, and then myself finally, as the Celtics, took Romeo Langford.
0: And here's the thing that I want to throw out there. This is from, come from Kyle. Uh, remember when the Sixers traded the entire draft for title hero? Yeah, it was a great move. Um, that's a Colangelo move, not an Elton Brand move. <laughs> I feel like that's the exact opposite. I don't know. Elton Brand's the one that's making moves. Elton Brand's the one trading for Jimmy Butler. He's the one trading, trading for, for Tobias Thomas. Harris. Am I wrong?
1: You're not wrong, but at the same time, draft day stuff, I don't know. Colangelo's, I don't know. I, I, you may be right. You may be right. All right. Let's now go to
0: the 23rd pick. Thunder via the Jazz. Of course, I'm fucking taking uh, Naz Reed. Naz Reed. Come yeah. on. Why would I not take Naz Reed? I'm I've been spiteful. mocking this I'm for, not that for, for four for four mocks. Yep. And I just traded down. I got two seconds. Fuck yeah. Naz Reed's a goddamn Thunder.
1: Yeah. I don't want to ruin your night. I don't want to piss in your Cheerios, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: I knew you were going to take him. You weren't gonna take him. Uh, why were you gonna take him? You just took you just took two Jackson shooting Hayes. guards and a center. Yeah, you just took Jackson Hayes. Yep. So there's no way you're gonna take him again. Come on, you have Aaron Baines. That's like it's if like Aaron half Baines a Naz someone
1: Someone's gonna throw him money. That's like half a Naz reed. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's a more physical giving a shit on defense Naz reed.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh Naz reed's the pick for the Thunder. Uh Ricky, you're on the clock now with the T Wolves. You got this pick uh via the 76ers. It was a pick swap 11 through 24. Uh you got the 34th, 42nd, two seconds this year, and then a 2022. Two Lotto protected. First, who are you picking?
2: Yeah, the t T wolves are going to go with Luka here and not Luka Doncic, Luka Semenak. And the main reason is we made the trade earlier on because of that future first, because of the seconds that we're also going to get. We're going to go power forward. And yes, would Brandon Clark be a better power forward than what we're getting in Luka? Maybe, but we're still getting a really good player here while getting more draft picks to help out this team.
1: All right. Yeah. I can't really argue with that logic at this point in the draft. Luka definitely helped his stock out at the Combine. We talked about that. The five-on-fives was huge for him. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's interesting considering who you've got currently.
0: Yeah, and I think the T-Wolves, too, is... I don't think they have great depth, and that trade—you know—Luca might not play right away. But even that trade, you got two second-round picks, and you mm-hmm. might be able to get guys who have been in the in college for a while and might not be stars in any way, but could be good bench players. Because you look at that yeah, that starting lineup. The starting lineup's already filled out: Jeff mm-hmm. Teague, Andrew Wiggins, Roko, Dario, Kat. Can I just try to the lazy load that
1: question bench. of what's the difference between a Dario and a Luca?
0: One's younger, and one's. Uh, you know, cheaper and that's pretty <laughs> much it. I mean I, I think I, I think that Lucas showed wise, that he's he's quicker, yeah um he, he might is. not be as skilled as Dario. Dario's uber skilled, and that's the reason why I think he went so highly in his draft. Um, Lucas seems pretty bouncy. Uh, for at least maybe you know, compared to like a dragon bender, or compared to Dario Saric, yeah, he's pretty bouncy. So I think that's something that that, that they do separate themselves, and and I think Luca's more raw than than Dario is. But I'm also not really remembering prospect Dario. I'm more remembering uh, you know, I mean, that's the young, thing. It was Like how long till Dario's Dario. never
1: coming over? You know?
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm more, I'm thinking like.
1: He came over, he's years soft hands, polished passer, you yeah. know. And in in a solid shooter, I think Luca you're right. You Luca's
0: know. Luca's got a decent stroke. Yep, I don't I don't think he's got the passing on him, but he he's he's, he's decent with backdoor cuts. And he's got a
1: couple years. Yeah.
0: And, and he's also but he's also playing in completely different offenses. That's
1: that's my question is like does this really solve their uh, weak defense in the
0: low post? And I I wonder about that. Uh shout out to uh Spence Spencer Life 111. It's 100% true. Um, as read is like KD, Shaq, Jason Williams, and Ronald McDonald. Oh. Um, Go ahead and read his most recent comment oh, though. Yep, Uh Simon, it's just the Black dungeon, <laughs> which I don't get because <laughs> they're both white. <sighs> um, but anyways, uh, let's not reminisce about the good old days of the process. Dave, who was the first player that played in the in the process? Who was like the first player from the process that actually made it?
1: I mean, it's Robert Covington. Okay.
0: In my mind, am I wrong? Jake will
1: have to correct me on mm-hmm. this. Um, but I, I feel like Robert Covington was like the like we 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 picked you up off the trash heap, and we're gonna shove minutes at you and force feed you. And just, he's actually yeah
0: yeah. I just want to throw it out there, just because he was saying let's not reminisce about the process. Oh yeah, we <laughs> let's could, reminisce we could. about the process. I mean,
1: we could talk about him. We could talk about you know their amazing trade for getting rid of their rookie of the year. You know, I mean, not many teams do that. Mm-hmm. But when he can't shoot, and then we find out he can't actually play basketball,
0: yikes. Shout out to the KJ McDaniels reference in, uh, in, in Twitch. Uh, let's now move to the 25th pick. Cavs via the Rockets are on the clock. Phone lines are open for the Cavs. Recently just took Cam Reddish the 5th pick. Oh, yeah. We can take some calls. Anyone Anyone giving us a ring? Oh, it's a deep sigh.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm thinking. I'm digging through my team list in here. Um cuz I've only got the Warriors and the Bucks left and the Bucks are thinking about They may about trade it. out
1: of the, they may trade out of this year's first round and we'll maybe want their futures. The, well, the
2: Bucks are thinking about it. Um would you do This is Milwaukee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a pick swap and then a 2022 20, second? No. Okay.
0: Thank you for the offer though. Dave, you got an offer.
1: Um see the problem is I'm trying to make something happen for the Rockets here.
0: Okay. But do you want your pick back? <laughs>
1: uh, I may. I may, but I also may want to move some superstars. And uh in, in the process of trading that pick.
0: You wanna you giving up Clint Capella?
1: I I may. I may. I'm, I'm trying to think about the numbers and what would work. Capella's young. Capella's got a good contract, he's efficient. Um, Kevin Love scares me with his injuries. Is the problem? Should. Well, that, I'm just trying to match contracts.
2: Yeah, going to be 14.8 for 2019. Yeah, he's but a, he's
0: coming up soon, right? Why? He's coming up soon. Did you say 2018?
2: 2019.
0: No, he, he oh. is. No, he's he's, he's long. He's signed. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they re-upped him. That's right.
2: He's going to be a free agent in 2023 with no player up.
1: Yep. No, I think I, you know what. It's too complicated. I'm not gonna do it. I was gonna go for. Uh... I was gonna go for, basically mini PJ Washington again, or not PJ Washington. PJ Tucker. Mi- mini PJ Tucker. And yeah. who? THT.
0: Okay, so someone said take Dort, and I'm not Dort? too high on Dort. Dort's, Dort's an interesting a good player. Single defender. But here's the thing: is you have David Nwaba on that team. Yeah. And that's he's that's that's Lugan Stewart. If yeah. you're looking at David Nwaba, you're looking at David uh, Lugan Stuart, Same player. Nwaba's
1: no, like four people on defense at times. Yeah. He's insane.
0: So, I don't think you really need that. But what, Nawaba, and Lukanstorn aren't, are literally Mister Stretch, like this guy is. If you if you if you put your arms on one of those boards and then try to stretch your arms out, like or you try to get bigger, you know, like yeah. the whole medieval yeah. stretching device. tell Horton Tucker's if it worked, uh, and try to like lengthen your yeah. the wingspan. So they just it, forgot to it do it the worked. height exactly. You know? <laughs> um, they, they shrunk them. Um, so the guys that are, I, I think that I'm mulling over here are Horton Tucker. I'm looking at Daniel Gafford too because yeah. we, we we talked about rim running centers, Clint Capella. I think that could be an interesting pick. Yeah. Um, the thing though is like we don't have a second rounder, so I'm kind of like eh, you're I'm, trying to get some value back. Well, we don't have a second rounder, so I'm like, well, maybe we do need to go Gafford so like, well, because it might be more of a need. But we still have Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson is pretty cheap. Um, we don't not we don't have any expensive. We it's also only have Larry there it's Nance. like
1: a team with a handful of seconds that uh, could have trade up instead of just blowing the load all at once. I
0: don't I don't regret <laughs> it. Um.
1: Honestly, the Hawks have, like, three. So, could, could you if you want to intermingle... Propose, could you propose a trade as the Hawks t- to me? So, the Hawks have 35, 41, and 44. What do the Hawks need, though? Ah, that's, that's the thing, because so far this draft, the Hawks have taken two euros, correct? Mm-hmm. They've got Goga as a center, and, and they've Seiko. got Seku at the 3-4 um, at this point. You know, I don't know. Tht's high on a lot of people's boards. I think another guy who has been consistently up there as well is um what the fuck's his name? It's killing me. Give Cam me Johnson. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know that Cam John, like Cam Johnson. I That's think, who the
2: box we're gonna trade up for, by the way.
1: Well, that, I, I think honestly on the Haw- on the Hawks, Cam Johnson would be a great fit. Additional shooting. He's an older player. Comes in ready to go. I just don't I mean like older is a thing. Like that's the knock against him, but at the same time like look, you want a you want a wing out there who can shoot from 3 confidently every time Trey needs a bailout shooter, he's the perfect guy.
0: But the thing that I wonder with that is would is there the possibility of Cam Johnson just falling? Yeah. Because there a 30, is. you're a 35. And then even if you don't get him, you have Dylan Windler, who yeah. is in the similar he's, he's a good shooter. Similar mold. For sure. No, going Talon Horton Tucker. Yeah, Talon Horton Tucker is right pick move. for, the, for the, the 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 Cavs here at twenty five. Uh, Dave, you're on the board now with the Trailblazers. I am a hundred percent thrilled right
1: now as a Trailblazer fan.
0: Um, Who are you going after?
1: I'm going after my boy Chuma. I'm, mm. going, I'm getting Chuma okay. okay. I, I know the injury sucks. I don't care. I love him as a, a talented uh, young kid. I think he is twenty right now. He'll still be. I think he'll be twenty one right when the season starts or right around there. And he has
0: twenty point eight years. Yeah, so, so right, yeah, right around there.
1: Um, good size. I think he's six eight with like a seven seven one wingspan. Uh, didn't measure, so we gotta gotta find that one out. But that's the, that's the thing is, it's the recovery. But look, those injuries—they're not so bad anymore. They're not career unders. They're not really going to debilitate him career long. He he is unlike uh, what I misspoke earlier. He is a good catch and shoot three point player, so he can do that. He's got bounce in his step. He's got great defense. He's an amazing rebounder, which is good for them. I I love the idea of him being out there on the Blazers. All right,
0: Dave, you're up again. Nets on the board.
1: Yep.
2: Ring, ring. Oh, just throwing us out there. See if you'll take it. Yeah. The Bucks pick swap and the 2022 second rounder that I offered to the Cavs.
0: Ring, ring. The Kings want to offer you two twenty sec uh two twenty twenty second round picks. They also want to offer you their uh second round pick as well, uh which is at forty. And then they also want to throw in a, another twenty twenty one pick, uh second round pick, which is the Grizzlies. So four second rounders.
1: Four second rounders.
0: It's... Or a pick swap in a second?
1: It it is uh was yours? Pick, Mine pick, swap was a pick swap in
2: a pick swap and a twenty twenty two second. 'Cause that's what I've got available. And yours
1: I would be dropping all the way down to forty. Forty. And then I would get the forty seven <laughs> this year as well, the sixty no. this year. No? No. Oh, you're saying that the I those have are one futures? Kings? Oh, I have two. Okay. They no. have three. They do? They have sixty, they have forty seven, yeah, no, and just, they have forty. I'll
0: give you forty. But from what this year.
2: about cash consideration? I'll give you forty <laughs> th- <Ooh>, shit, <laughs> That's what like f-
0: Kyle said. I'll give you forty from this year. And then I'll give you two twenty twenty two seconds and then i will give you
1: katie is the scaly the memory. grizzlies 2021 psychorampic you know i'm not feeling it fuck i'm not feeling it it's funny though i i i don't know who you're going for uh but i am i'm like 50 50 right now mm-hmm. between the free safety or Kelden johnson Matisse Seibel. Or Keldon Johnson, uh, in my mind, it, gotcha. is who I'm going with here, and I don't know if that. It probably wasn't who you guys were going no. after, which is fine. Cam Johnson thought about it. Mine was Shma- Keldon Johnson. That's that's what I'm saying. It's it's Keldon or Matisse, and I think well, that, you said Cam. No, I... you said Cam Johnson. I, I meant Kel- Kelden the first time. I go. said Cam the second time. Um, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> all three of them. Okay, I'm taking three players with one pick. No. Uh yeah, I'm I'm truly like I think Matisse Seibel has awesome defense. I think the question is how much of that was helped by the fact that he played zone defense in that final year of college. He was a good defender. Is he an amazing he defender?
0: Was always a good defender. But is he amazing? Is yes. he Roberson level good? Yes. He is. He's always been that way.
1: But Kelden Johnson is a 3 and D prototype, yo.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying but I'm saying to the people who are like, oh, yeah. Mat- Matisse Thibault is only a great defender because he played in his own defense. That's straight up bullshit. He's been a great defender for the past three years. Yeah. So he's you're getting a great defender. It's just the battle between do you want someone who could also help you offensively because he cannot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Even though in percentage wise he wasn't bad, but yeah, no. I'm going to go with Kelton Johnson here.
0: A straight up great. Oh, you went Kelton? Yep. I thought you went Matisse. No,
1: nope. he didn't make you, his pick yet.
0: You, you flipped me out. Uh someone said uh Matisse Thibault is an Egyptian Tony Allen, which is a great <laughs> cop. Uh Ricky, Warriors are up on the board.
2: Now the Warriors got a decision to make, and I am gonna go to chat for this. I think it's gonna be an easy decision for chat.
0: There's no white guy. It is.
2: I just like the the second guy I'm looking at. There's
0: no Kevin Herder about
2: Either do they go with I'm Cam sorry. Johnson, yeah. senior out of North Carolina,
1: hundred percent.
2: Or do they go with the senior out of Belmont, Dylan Windler? Who I like Windler because Ooh. they'll be losing Kevin Durant. He's bye bye. Um, and Windler shoots the three, check. Gets rebounds, check. And plays defense, check. Well, a little bit of d his, de- his defensive plus minus wasn't great, but like overall can play defense. Can I out
0: there. pick for you? Can I trade teams? With you, because I, as as, pers- oh, outside, no. I as as a person from Peanut the outside, as as a person from the outside, take taco follow. As oh. a person from the outside, I don't want the Warriors to just take another shooter. All right, I don't. What really? I want Fible, them to do is
2: ball. Claxton. Go ahead, no, Claxton is Nick- the interesting
0: no. one that uh, big chat throughout. What about ba- what about Darius? What about him? Because you look at him as a three. You're mm-hmm. possibly losing Andre Iguodala. You're possibly losing Kevin Durant. Bull. Go after and get a young prospect, a guy that can move the ball, and Steph and Clay can play off-ball if Draymond, you know, I, I mean, it's just going to help. Uh, I mean, Steph off-ball, whatever, but yeah. But but I'm saying, like, he, Steph moving around screens, yep. like, he's dangerous. I got you, I got you. And Darius Baisley has shown his ability to move the ball, and that's just going to fit in the Warriors' off run, offense. And you're getting a young guy who's going to be cheap to build up in the greatest team of all time. And it's with or without mm-hmm. KD. You are gonna be losing. You know, whether you, or not you lose KD, you still have the ability to grow him. I, I think that he's a very interesting pick for the Warriors. That's this is like it's, first Basley. It's interesting so range for 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 him.
2: So I've kind of it's between the the threes of Basley, thigh bowl. Um, because you know, the I think it was Kyle in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong, um, said a thing that's true that yes, he can develop a shot, but Ben Simmons can develop a shot. He hasn't yet. So it's that's true. the thing that scares me. Um, so that's why I won't go thigh bowl. I'm going to go with Dylan Windler. And the reason why is just I feel like he'd be a great fit for this warrior system and could fit in with these guys as KD goes out the door and enjoys himself in New York. I did. He
0: just never had a spot up shooter. Like, Clay isn't just a spot up shooter. Steph mm-hmm. isn't just a spot up shooter. Katie isn't a spot up shooter. I just I don't see how a spot up shooter fits in there because Steph and
2: Clay can do their own thing and Dylan Windler will be out there and it'll create spacing. And like, that's the thing with they the already
0: have spacing though, they but even spacing. more
2: spacing. And then they could worry about maybe replacing uh, Demarcus Cousins later on.
0: All right, Sean, I'm on the board. Um, fuck. <laughs> Uh all right, so on my big board left available. Baisley. That's it. Cause everyone else is gone.
2: No Cam Johnson? Is that on your big board?
0: No. Because I only did twenty six. Okay. So you didn't make it. So and and the thing is you look at the Spurs, it, he, they don't shoot threes. Did he measure in at like
1: six nine, right? Cam Johnson? No, Baisley. Sorry. Oh
0: yeah, Baisley was six nine. But I just went with Kaziak Pala. Yep. who's literally just more fresh. He's a longer. Yeah, uh, they're they're similar. Yep. They're very similar. Is there any phone calls?
1: You know what? I was Are I was looking at calls? that, and. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I know we're, we're all like. <laughs> you I don't know. like anybody
3: here.
2: You know, my teams that don't have first rounders, the Clippers and the Raptors, are not going to be looking to get into the first round, so I'm going to say no.
1: Is the Mavs, we don't got the ammos to make more shit happen right now. <laughs> I'd love to.
2: Well, I took the Mavs from you, didn't uh, I? No,
1: I gave them to you
2: in the Magic. You gave You're them right. to me You're because right.
1: you stole the Magic pick.
2: Well, you had five in a row.
1: Don't try to stretch four in this fucking... Range? Just draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... Luka was at the end. He was the last one. Um, oh, wow. I was thinking actually, it was the Grizzlies um, about dipping back in for Basley? So, if you were uh,
2: so Jake, what do you just, want to offer? Jake, that's the problem. I Jake just said those. if you didn't give up that twenty uh, a twenty twenty two first Sixers could take could trade to get Cam.
1: Hmm. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not gonna play with it. I'm gonna I'll, I'll hold out. If you want him, you can take him.
0: I, I don't. I'm not I'm not going after Darius. It, okay. It's I'm just trying to think of their roster construction. I think. A stretch four would be perfect for them, but then if you take a big like a five, could you just move Lamarcus back to the four? Could is is Nick Claxton? That was the guy I was thinking of. It was him or uh, Gafford.
1: Yeah, hmm. and Claxton's been rising quickly after some great uh, play yeah. in five on fives. Fuck, I like it. I, lo- I like the thought at least. I think both both rim runners could work or rim runner. Like Gafford could work. I think Claxton has got a lot of upside. I don't know. That one's more of a project pick. So I don't know about, you know, you got a team with a great two guard and Demard Rose, and you've got Lamarcus Aldrich, perennial All Star. I don't know if that timeline matches up for Nick Claxton to contribute, you know, the Spurs curse of year two, maybe, you know? It's tough. It's tough, man.
0: Daniel Gafford. I think he's more solid. I think, I think. Although he is, you know, Claxton has really rose up. Um, Daniel Gafford was extremely consistent. This guy was a lottery talent last year. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Daniel Gafford. I think I think that we're underrating Gafford. I'm gonna go Gafford. Essentially,
2: and I will throw out there. Big C Chat says McDaniel's thoughts.
0: Uh, People won't
1: take him in the first round because of the legal stuff but at the same time when you read into it like i don't i don't know what to say about it so i'm just going to stay out of it i think he'll probably get picked up in the second round if teams feel confident enough in his character mm-hmm. uh, but it's going to take a lot of interviews with the team to make sure like they understand what the current state is and they they're okay with him and his character
0: yeah i mean if you're talking Talent, if, if you're talking about a, just as a player with that size with his ability to shoot from the outside with his free throw percentage being in line with being a good shooter, seventy eight percent, seventy-three percent, so yeah. it balances out around seventy-five percent. Um, he's definitely an intriguing player. Uh without a doubt. It's yeah. just the the extras yep. uh that comes with him and 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 that stuff is extremely worrying for teams uh because it's not just like, you know, hey, like, you know, it's it's not the stupid fucking D'Angelo Russell stuff. Yeah. Um and that even got him traded. You know, this is stuff that, you know, he's being sued uh over, you know, forwarding sex tapes uh of i think un, unbeknown women women yeah. uh being filmed so, so it's just like it, it's it's not something a place to really run
1: into that stuff but, but yeah, yeah.
0: It, it was consensual which is good um yeah. but, but I it mean, wasn't I, I don't know if it's consensual filming yeah which is uh, a tricky part so
1: okay
0: I, I think we're i think he's a guy that probably second round
2: yeah ricky you're on the board i will who did you go with Daniel Gafford. Gafford, that's right. So chat is the easiest leave, thing in the world. I'm gonna leave this one up Aren't to you. Tra- just trade um, up for a
0: guy with the Bucks?
2: Yeah. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm leaning towards Cam Johnson. Yeah. Chat, perfect convince me otherwise. So if there's someone else that you think the Bucks should take, convince me otherwise, try to change it, or else it's gonna be Cam Johnson here with the 30th pick? 30th pick.
1: Yeah. Claxton. <laughs> Shammy Yeah. No, no one's no, going
2: to Shimori Pawns. Get off
0: that St. John's Highest
1: battle. Okay. <laughs> Jake's just throwing out
2: St. John's and Syracuse guys. Yep. I'm going to go with Cam John. Ooh, oh shit. Nope. I'm going to go with Cam Johnson. Thibel is still left. Yeah. He is. Um, the Bucks. that's who they were trying to trade up, up for, and miraculously, I didn't have to. I, yep. That's I didn't, what I figured. I didn't think he'd fall all the way to 30. I thought someone was going to take him. Um, I almost took him with the Warriors, but then I kind of talked myself into the um, Windler pick. Um, I'm surprised. I'll be honest. I'm surprised he fell. The other one I'm surprised is who? Uh, Cam Johnson.
0: You're sur- oh, you're surprised Cam Johnson. Yeah, fell. I'm surprised
2: yeah. he fell. And then the Celtics, second year in a row in our live mock, that they get someone who was like mid to high teens in most mocks. Mm-hmm. And they get them later in the draft. Last year was the Time Lord, um, with Robert, Robert Williams, Williams fell in ours. This year it was Romeo. I like that we actually
1: got that right still,
0: So that I'm just, yeah. yeah. And and I think Romeo is just a player that again, like the potential is there. It's just you know mm-hmm. iffy. We're gonna run down this list uh, again. I'm gonna share it again in the chat, or I think I just did. I think someone yeah, did. Thing. Someone did. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's what it's. Yeah. Then Kyle, that's what I said. Like it, it, yeah. it was consensual sex, but it was not consensual filming or consensual sharing of the yeah. films. Yeah. So. That's the situation with McDaniels. Um, But we're going to run down the the order right now and throw out any— Lewis
2: King, I know. I know. He's going to be a second-rounder.
0: Throw out any uh, questions you guys do have while we're going through this. Um, Again, I shared it, so it should be—it's the fourth comment right now uh, in in the chat. But one, Pelicans taking Zion Williamson. Two, the Grizzlies taking John Morant. Three, the Knicks taking R.J. Barrett. Four, the Lakers taking Darius Garland. Five, the Cavs taking Cam Reddish. Six, the Suns taking Kobe White. Seven, the Bulls taking Jared Culver. Eight, the Hawks taking Sekou Demboya. Nine, the Pistons traded with the Wizards to take DeAndre Hunter. At 10, the Hawks took Goku Batazde. At 11, the 76ers traded with the T-Wolves to take Tyler Hero. At 12, the Hornets took P.J. Washington. At 13, the Heat took Bull Bull. At 14, the Celtics took Nicky Alexander-Walker. At 15, the Wizards, via the Pistons in that trade earlier where they had a first-round pick swap, and Detroit sent a 2021 unprotected first to Washington. The Wizards took Nasir Little. At 16, the Magic took Kevin Porter Jr. At 17, the Nets took Brandon Clark. At 18, the Pacers took Rui Hachimura. At 19, the Spurs took KZ Akpala. At 20, the Celtics took Jackson Hayes. At 22, the Jazz via the Thunder took Grant Williams. At 23, the Celtics took Romeo Lankford, as we talked about a little bit earlier. At 23, the Thunder via... Jazz took Naz Reed. That was a pick swap that you just saw, the uh, 21st for the 23rd. A second-round pick in 2021, and the 2022 second-round San Antonio pick went to the Thunder in that trade. The T-Wolves, via the 76ers, took Lucas Samanich in that pick. That was a pick swap with the 76ers, 11 for 24. The 34th pick and 42nd pick also went to the T-Wolves, along with a 2022 lotto-protected first-rounder. The Cavs, at 25, took Talon Horton Tucker, guard from Iowa State. 26. The Trailblazers took Chuma Okeke from Auburn at 27. The Nets took Keldon Johnson at 28. The Warriors took Dylan Windler at 29. The Spurs took Daniel Gafford and at 30, the Bucks took Cam Johnson. What is the chat saying?
2: The one thing Kyle says he needs a second round because he needs to know who's going to go at 60. In two weeks, Sean, is he going to know about the second round?
0: He will know because we're <laughs> going to be doing our second round, uh, a full two-round mock draft. Uh, and Dave will put in random people that he does not know the names of. That's how much.
1: Last year, you got hit up with three different politicians, a player from the nineteen ninety. Uh, did you have a Arizona Wildcats? Too? There was one person I made up entirely. There was a football player on there too, right? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, might have been. Might have been. There was there was a lot a of, lot a of, lot of BS I pulled in there, and I did not get called out for one a lot was, of it. One was
2: a
0: female too. One was a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, Let's see. Bruno Fernando is still on the board. He yeah. is. Bruno Fernando still on the board. Louis King centers. is still on the board. Louis King still on the board. Uh, yeah. Northeast give Tyble. us give us your top 5 best available. That.
2: Ooh, my top 5 best available. Is Lewis Lewis Louis King.
0: Yeah.
2: Um Johnson. Kelden Johnson. Not available. He's not. Oh no, that's right. He got taken. So, Louis, Thibault, I'll say Bruno. Bruno's available. Um and then that's all I can do off the top of my head off the last two by looking
0: at it. Alright. <laughs> uh I'll go and lead off with uh Lugans Dort. Uh this is a no specific order. Mm-hmm. Uh Lugans Dort, Bruno Fernando. Uh I'll show, throw out Thaiball as well. Um then I'll put Baisley there, and fifth I will put Louis King. Dave.
1: Yeah, I generally agree with you. Bruno <laughs> Bruno and Dort are the interesting ones because a lot of people are mocking them first. I don't, I don't disagree. I just think that Bruno screams just another good rebounding center, mm-hmm. and I don't think the value is there to take him that high in a draft because you can get guys like that in free agency or second round, whatever it may be. Um, after that, it sort of becomes a shit show. I know a lot of people want uh, Jolly to be a first-round player, the Celtics have interviewed him twice, which mm-hmm. makes me feel like they're gonna take a stab at him with their last first-round pick or move up in a direction at the beginning of the second for him. I don't love him as much as they do, but they really seem to like him and his potential. Uh, the other guy, I, I I still think Ty Jerome is just a professional, uh, and he's he has he has a talent. He's just older,
0: but, but doesn't, have, his, doesn't mm-hmm. have
1: a great body. Doesn't have a great body. Six five. He'd be a wingspan. Yeah, <laughs> you got two of the yeah, players? I'll right?
2: say Louis King, Mathis tie oh, Yeah. Then um say the name that I can't say out of Florida State. Um, and Jelly. and Jelly. Um. Then nope. I will have Bruno Fernando and then Isaiah Roby. All
0: right, and where does Taco Fall rank?
1: Ooh, Taco Fall six.
0: six. I just drove the- into my dad's car while watching.
1: What? What? Oh, that's off. That's not That good. sounds awful.
0: Yikes! I hope you're okay. Sorry, Spencer Fife.
2: Yeah, I hope you're I hope you're good don't too. Don't try um, to
0: watch Twitch. Diddler said Thibault will go Celtics at twenty second. That's too much of a reach. Uh Kyle throwing out Carson Edwards. He's definitely a second rounder. He's just too small. Yeah. Uh that's the biggest thing. And I don't think he even uh sized up. I don't think he, he got no, measured he, at the, he, the he combine. Might have ducked that one. Um he's very small. So that's that's the thing that sticks out to, to us. It's just that. I think he's too small and I don't think he's that great of a creator for himself. So being that small, not being a great of creator. You're going to get your shit blocked.
1: I feel like someone's going to take a stab at John T. Porter. He's got the talent. The kid is so I was so thinking talented. about it with
0: the Spurs. Because I yeah. kept saying stretch four, stretch yep. four, stretch four. I was like, jo- all right, slow ass stretch five.
1: Jordan
2: Morris brought up your boy, Dave. Uh, Jalen Locke. Lock, Lock.
0: Yeah, he's
1: he's been promised by the Celtics. It looks like late, too. Um, he's not first-round talent right now. Could he be in a couple of years after he develops? Maybe. You know he's baby Westbrook. He's got no shot from the outside, well, but the man takes it to the room with authority. He's baby Dennis Smith. Oh, I like that better actually.
0: Because we were saying Dennis, Dennis Smith, Smith is like is. Russell Westbrook, but with <laughs> an
1: extra like MCL or whatever yeah. MCL.
0: Uh Leck is just very raw. Yeah. So it's not like Anthony, where Anthony showed that he was a really good scorer in high school. Anthony had the fucking uh, quickest shot. Leck is just, just a fucking he's monster. Big, and he's yeah. strong and he's quick for a guard. Yep. Um. Not Amfordy Simmons part two. Taco Fall. Similar situations, but not not that. Yeah, we already said Taco Fall's sixth best. Yeah, available always. Um, Carf, Carson Edwards has his own creator code. What you mean? <laughs> um, he doesn't. He's very. He's not that quick. He's he's not that. Uh, I he, like he, Carson
2: he, Edwards. Is he elite? No.
0: No, but but, like... it, but and he's not that great of a creator because especially going to the NBA mm-hmm. when you're going to be going up against quicker, better, faster, stronger athletes. Your step back moves will not work your speed will be lesser there mm-hmm. uh, and also your length will you know be ex- you know extremely negated by longer guys uh at your position and you know you taking two steps extremely fast can be just thwarted with one long stride from one of these players if yeah I mean, by him. with him I mean, he's it's, it's... going to
2: be a developmental project and who's It's going to depend on who wants to actually put in the work with him.
0: I don't think he has Isaiah Thomas speed, and that's the only way he'd he'd Mm -hmm. work in my mind. That's it. Isaiah Thomas had ridiculous speed. He was put in a very specific offense to make him Mm -hmm. be great, and I don't know if Carson Edwards Edwards would need that to recreate.
2: I mean, that's also with every player. Like Steph Curry, I mean, if he wasn't on the Warriors, does he develop into the— Same yes, yes, the type of player, but like their system is him.
0: He's still an MVP. Steph Curry was a monster. Always was, always will be. Steph Curry would have been an MVP. Kyle is in the draft, yeah.
2: So I won't I won't even ask because it's gonna be completely off topic. If they would have kept Mark Jackson and not Steve Kerr, would he have been an MVP under Mark Jackson? Yes.
0: Steve Kerr didn't it was one like they they fired Mark Jackson the next year he was an MVP.
1: Steve Kerr. They
0: changed their offense offense, though. And they still would have done it. Okay, I maybe he wouldn't have taken. Maybe
1: he 700 would have broke threes. the record yeah. for being the
0: greatest shooter of all time. But he still would have been the greatest shooter. Remote. Like you can't hide that talent. You're not just going to be like he he's, you can if you like, were like, born in the '80s. But that's true. But he wasn't born in the '80s, Dave.
2: <laughs> that look from Dave.
0: Like maybe Pete Maravich is the greatest the shooter. Days, maybe know, yeah, whatever. maybe Pete Maravich just, is the greatest shooter of all the time. The further back you go, but, but still, Steph, that that revolution was coming at some point, point. Mm. and Steph would have been there for it. I think
1: Steph actually was born in the. Wasn't he? Steph's...
0: Yeah, Steph would born in the 80s. Yeah, like so. 89, then. Right?
1: Is he he's older than you guys. Than he's at least 30. I feel like he's right around the same age. Or, I think he's, or a year older. I'll, I'll
0: th- throw out 80s, 88. 89. Yeah, I, 80s, feel like, 88. I, I feel like time period mattered, but yeah. But I, time period. <laughs> he
1: was time born period, 88,
2: you're right. Yeah. Like,
0: time period does matter. Yeah,
2: I am born in Akron, Ohio.
0: I think that.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys now who like if they'd come if they'd been born in a different era, different story. So Steph is one of those guys. I mean, I don't think Steve Kerr is the you know Steph Curry of his generation. There's a difference in the talent level there. Yeah, you
0: know? but I, I'm I'm saying like you know if Maravich was in the NBA now, I think he would probably be similar to Steph. Yep. Right. I just think that that revolution was coming. Steph would have been around for it. Yep. Whether it came a year later or two years later. It would have happened, and the Warriors having Jerry West in that front office would have. And then you're then you're gonna say like, well, Jerry West would. What if Jerry West was in the front office? Yeah, just playing a lot of what ifs. It was a great spot for Steph, but I still th- think Steph's yeah. talent would have shined. That's pretty much all I'm trying to say. So, guys, who yeah. won the draft here? Yeah, who won the draft? It was it with, was it the the Pistons trading up to get uh your boy? Uh, it might have been a slight
1: overpay. If I had done a protected there, I might have felt a little better. But I just am happy. Like the Pistons got their three,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that that's it. It's locked up. It's done. I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And now two through five, I'm happy. One, I'm not. I don't love Reggie, but like we can work with him when he's healthy. He was actually a productive player, just wasn't healthy for half the year, more than half the year, almost. Um,
2: I'll say that I like the Nets. I like the Nets picks. Like,
1: Kel- I, feel like I did a good job. Well,
2: Kelton Johnson job, is the only like question mark for me. Um, but it's all personal preference. I it just was really, worth the value. I though. just really like that they were able to get Brandon Clark at seventeen. Yeah, that was crazy like, to me. And especially like Indiana too, getting
1: Rui at eighteen. Because initially like, my plan nice. was to take uh, what was it? I'm sorry you want you want to hear me a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. I want to be comfortable because it's nine million degrees in this mm-hmm. room. Uh, my initial plan, I think, with the Nets was <laughs> it's gonna spray
2: you with water.
1: <laughs> that would be uncomfortable. Uh, I think I was going to go with Romeo Langford at uh, 17 and take Chuma at
0: 28.
2: <laughs> but Kyle said I won, and then Jordan Morris said Ricky won. He got Zion.
0: Yeah, it's true. Congrats. You got Zion. That was a tough. <laughs> pick but you refuse to trade um, anything else. I like the Spurs draft, getting Gafford and, and KZ. I thought that was a good yeah, pick. Yeah, I love um, I think KZ on the Spurs is just. I just think the Thunder won because not only did they get Naz Reed, they also traded back and got Nazareth. It's a good pick. It's a great pick. It's the best pick. It's Naz Reed. Let's now uh, move on to any final questions. Throw it out there. If not, Kellen Johnson's not the next, year, not this year's Booker. No, nope. no, no, no. Maybe, maybe the overpaid title no. hero is this year's Booker. Maybe, but also no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I know. Absolutely not. No, Devin Booker was such a unique case. I was fighting with this on, with somebody. Um, I, I forget who it was. But they were like, oh, Cam, Cam Reddish is Devin Booker. No, no, he's not. And they're like, yeah, they weren't used correctly. I was like, Devin Booker wasn't used enough. Cam Reddish was used too much. And you look at Devin Booker's stats, and I, I would be shocked if you could find somebody who has similar stats to him, and, 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 and at least with the same amount of usage. He didn't start a single game at yeah. Kentucky. He played 21 and a half minutes. He shot 47% from the field, 41% from three. 82.8% from the line and scored 10, 10, 10 points a game. And if you put that to per 40, that's 18 points per game, pretty much 19, uh, shooting like seven threes a game. Or sorry, shooting yes, shoot seven threes a game at 6.9 uh, and, and, and just being extremely efficient. He had a true shooting percentage of 60, which is ridiculous. That would be, in the NBA, like top five, top 10. Uh, he also had an offensive rating of 123. So Devin Booker was literally... Just not used enough at Kentucky, and I don't think there is a player that you can make that argument this year in the draft.
1: Not this year, but I mean, I'm, if you're tossing out amazing Kentucky players, I mean, they, maybe he was wrong in the NBA now. Malik Monk, I mean, in college, what? He put up just at 20 points a game, but he started 39 a in time. three. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like,
0: like amazing. But
1: People are like, oh. But he's like the reverse. That's what yeah, I'm saying yeah. is he was used well at Kentucky, and now he's in the NBA, and he can't stay on the court.
0: Yeah, like he's like he's like the flip side. That's the thing is like he was getting 32 minutes. Yeah, he was getting 11 more minutes than Booker. I'm saying like with that low of usage, like all the people that are like, oh, he's X player. Devin Booker is Devin Booker because people have slept on his talent because he wasn't seen enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is no one like that in this draft. That's it. It's hard to find right now. Unless, Porter, unless it's Junior. Maybe it's Kevin Porter Jr. That's because I I mean,
2: he wasn't on the court enough.
0: But you look at the efficiency, and he's not on the same level with Devin Booker. Yeah,
2: I'm just going off of the... Yeah, no, that's that's, that's a fair guy to
0: bring up. Uh, And you look at the comparisons, like Mm -hmm. Lonnie Walker, Joe Harris comes up, Corey Joseph comes up, Daquan Cook, Zach Levine comes up, um, at least comparing college stats, and it's like, well clearly none of those guys on a level besides Zach Levine. And that's like the biggest argument, yeah, Zach exactly Levine versus yep. uh, Devin Booker. He's scuffed up
2: Book, yeah. Like the only two off of the um, haven't seen that I would say is either Kevin Porter Jr. or Darius Baisley because Darius Baisley didn't go to college, so no one focused mm-hmm. on him at all this year because we didn't see him.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's not. I think Devin Booker. It's we're still apples and oranges. scoring wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and
1: it's how, look, everybody's their own unique player. Mm. You know, you, you we try to mold these guys after someone who's done it before them as much as possible, but there is no perfect match. You know, mm-hmm. nobody is a clone of the other guy, and until we've seen that yet in the NBA level, maybe when LeBron James uh, Junior comes in.
0: All right, shout out to Spencer Fyfe, 111, who ends it, and this is how we're gonna end it. Ingles was a corner three guy in Australia. Uh, shout out to Jingles. Um, mm-hmm. That looks like that's it. over uh, overrated heavily. You can't overrate him, can't underrate him. Just if you I like mean, his body, he's in... a project. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. And and he's the best project that's available at that point. It's yep. kind of like a, the opposite of a drafting stash. You're going to draft him. You might play him in the G League. You might have to see how he builds up. He might lose a bunch right away. He's he's just he's he's all potential. And he was a top five star recruit, and it's tough to find star five star recruits. That low in the draft, mm-hmm. with his size, exactly. his
1: ability, potentially, so. he,
0: if he played, he could have been a top ten pick. So yeah. that's that's the 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 lowdown on that. Uh, final thoughts, Ricky.
2: I this is my favorite draft of the whole year. I love this draft. I love doing it. I was talking to Dave earlier, and we were playing. Wow, I was excited to do it, and I hope you guys all loved it.
1: Yeah, Dave? no, I enjoyed it. I think it, it's super challenging. Like, It's so much harder to do than I remember doing last year. Mm -hmm. And it's just like once you're on the spot, it's like I I prepped ahead my big board per team individually, but then a trade comes up and you start thinking. And I didn't mean to fuck with you on that shit, but it was just like... Oh, my brain wants to kill me right now. Why do I even open my mouth? Because, like, I know I want it, but I don't know how much I want. I, that's I how I felt ammo. like the
0: 76ers trade. Because I was like, I need to make a trade. And yeah. I made the trade. And I was like, ooh, that's way too high for Tyler Hero. But it, yeah. it's anyway. But once on not, the spot? Like, it's so easy to
1: criticize. But once you're doing it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not ownership. as hard, though, as our lottery one. Yeah. Because in that one, you are in charge of every team still. Right. At least in this one. I'm not in charge of the teams you're in charge of. We're in charge so you're yeah. in, yeah. in charge of a, the Rockets. You had a select few. I did that, that, that was a me thing. I forgot team. that they I were think, one of your t- teams.
0: I think we might expand this next year to where we do the lottery and do a live mock draft like that. After let's the lottery
2: is already set?
0: let's just I don't know. No, no. We'll do the oh. lottery.
2: Yeah.
0: Like like with the mm-hmm. balls. And then we'll just do the whole fucking 30. Yeah. Oh, so our live, like this way. And so we'll be assigned live, teams everything.
2: So our live lottery will be the whole.
0: Our live battle, live mock. Yeah, we'll be Would the guys whole guys like first round
2: with teams. Yeah, sure, I like that better.
0: All right, thank you so much for listening to us on YouTube, watching us on Twitch, obviously to everybody in the chat. You guys rock, Jake, Spence, Fife, Kyle, Craig. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm missing Pennywise. names. That I have pulled up Pennywise. Uh, shout out to Pennywise. Uh, there's a couple names also. Jordan, that are
2: Jordan Morris, Jordan, um, MJ Lewis,
0: Lewis, out there as well. Um, thank you guys all for participating and being in D-Rose here. D Rose
2: cheated on his SAT. D Rose cheated on his SAT. He did confirm it
0: was an SAT. Uh, shout out to D Rose cheating on his he's SAT. He's like, I did my homework. Big, <laughs> big, big C
1: chat.
2: What's that? Big C chat.
0: Yep. Shout out to him. Uh, there was there was another one too that crazy I think Josh. didn't have a uh, crazy Josh. There was another one too that I don't think had a, a great name for uh, for air. Uh, mm-hmm. But shout out to shout out to him kind of. Uh, mm-hmm his name has Nazi in it so it's like if it he's a real Nazi that was Big like, was C, that's Big C
1: Chat oh okay yeah, that's yeah. why we so, just stopped at that word chat and we didn't of, say that word
0: kind of shout out because if you're not a Nazi cool if yeah. you are a Nazi Big C Chat
1: no, I'm not a down fan. on Nazis guys I, I can Illinois say Nazis, fuck Nazis aren't really a thing yeah. you know that's not true no, third, the Blues brothers, I was making up. Oh,
0: my bad. <laughs> yeah. I thought you I was in actual like fuck Nazi them, mode. Yeah. Uh, but he was uh he was it was the guy in the third uh, third district, Arthur Miller, who ran unopposed in the Republicans. Yes
1: he is yes. He
0: was a full out Nazi. Yeah. Um uh, anyways, that's, that's gonna do it weird. for the fast break. Yeah, mm-hmm. it got real weird. Uh Ricky kept it normal to big C chat and I was like, yep. I thought I saw Nazis in there, so I had to bring it up there. <laughs> uh anyways, that's gonna do it. Uh for Ricky Wimmer, for Dave Oster. I'm Sean Anderson. Thank you so much for joining us on twitch.tv slash Podcast. Don't forget to support us on patreon.com slash Podcast. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio or any of the streaming sites, thank you so much for supporting us. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for sticking through us all the way to the end. And also, let's end it on a good note. Fuck Nazis.
2: That's what I said. There
0: we go. Yep.
3: Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast.